Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. Again, that's give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. And yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Shut okay. up. That's, don't, don't, don't patronize me. Okay. Uh, I don't need you Enjoy the episode. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> again i actually was wearing uh, white vans earlier so that's really funny. oh that's fun that's yeah. a fun way to start this welcome back to musicals everyone <laughs> i'm campbell this is raven we already said that uh how are you doing today raven um less stressed than i have been for the past like three days um so that that's nice i was able to actually eat food which is good because we'll be drinking so yeah and also just like to live Oh, I would say I mean, it's a, 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 one one of the pros of eating food. Correct is that you stay alive. Although, is that a pro? I mean, depends on the day. <laughs> Anywho, today is a special day because we have <laughs> such a cool guest. Uh, we have been very excited about having him on. Uh, he is a comedian, a composer. He's a TV writer for The Tonight Show. Uh, you may be familiar with uh, We Watched It All, the Netflix musical that he wrote and starred in. He has a new album out. I felt insane. It's really good. Everyone go listen to it. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Bow, Thank bow, you. Bow. Thank you. That was very nice. That was that was the list. That's the whole resume, I think. <laughs> uh, you, uh, also an actor. I've oh. seen you on SVU. You have not seen me on SVU. I, I, no, I love SVU. No one has he, seen he me on SVU. Does. Yeah, no, I like watch SVU all the time, and really? I like follow your social media. And when you're like, "Oh yeah, back on," <laughs> yeah, that's that's been a that's been a fun one. <laughs> it's yeah. been a fun gig, unexpected, but yeah, it's been fun. How are you yeah. doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We are here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should I dial down my happiness? A little? Absolutely no, we need not. to balance dial it, it out. all the okay. way up. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, not all the way up. That yeah. might be a lot. <laughs> Check my it's levels. Kind of early. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This will be cool because this will be the first um, guest that we've had on that's not like already someone that we know from our past and like someone that we're meeting for the first time. So this is really cool. Oh, I'm honored. Yeah. I appreciate so you guys. You better make a good impression. I'm gonna do the best I can. <laughs> I can't. It's all in the line, anything. Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is huge for me. So I gotta make sure I don't fuck this up. Oh, can I say? Can you say? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, first all, you absolutely. I, I don't know why. I'm Again, you guys we, are drinking had... at ten in the morning. Our mothers and I'm like, do I... listen to this, but they're aware. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know why uh, I thought the morality stopped at swearing, but drinking hard have, liquor at ten. I mean, with the choice of the musical, you should have assumed yeah, with yeah. Yeah. Listeners, that um, we will be cussing. By the yes. way, we are recording this at one PM Eastern time, which is fun fact, ten AM for Campbell. <laughs> Hell yeah. A little early to be Well, do you want to inter- introduce the show? I don't want to say anything, but uh, how do you Well, before we get into oh, okay. that, uh Matt, what music have you been listening to recently? What have I been listening to? Uh, well, we're recording this on a Saturday, so a bunch of stuff came out yesterday. I listened yeah. to the new Lil Nas X album. Um, mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it sounded a little like uh, cheap at times, but he's such a good singer and songwriter. Like I love his melodies. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that a lot. Um, I listened to uh, the new Little Sims album yesterday, too. I don't know if you know her. I do uh, not. She's great. She's like hip-hop, kind of R&B. And her new album is, is really, really good. It's it's called uh, Something Introvert. I might be introverted or something like that. Um, it's very good. It's very, very cool. It's got all these crazy like orchestral samples and Ooh, she's just like rapping that. over it. It's really, really fun. That. um, that's <laughs> kind of what I've been. I've been listening to Donda as well. I know mm-hmm. he's a divisive figure, but uh, <laughs> I've been I've been enjoying that. And uh, yeah. that's kind of what I've been into lately. What about what about you guys? What have you been listening to? I, um, recently, the past few weeks, they put a lot of Aaliyah's, uh, music mm. on streaming services, so I've, like, almost exclusively been listening to Aaliyah. Amazing. Um, I, need, I need to get incredible. into that. Yes, it is, uh, man. Do you have an album that you Amazing. would recommend as, like, like, someone who, like, only knows the hits? Is there, like, a good jumping off point to really dive um, in? Um, I think the, like, t- album titled Aaliyah, uh, is, like, a good one to go through. Downloading um, it now. That was really good. Uh, I've also been listening to a lot of just Jennifer Hudson. Oh, I like recently uh, watched the uh, Aretha Franklin bio uh, biopic that she was in. Incredible! I just I just love Jennifer Hudson so much. She made Cats palatable. Um, (laughs) She was great. I love her. Uh, But that's mostly the music I've been listening to. What about you, Raven? Um, so I haven't listened to a lot of music the past couple of days because I've been so busy, but up until that point, I was listening to a lot of like contemporary R&B, because um, I realized that I was hanging out with one of my friends a, a while ago, and I was just like playing my throwbacks playlist, and they were like, you listen to really old music, because my throwbacks playlist includes my parents' throwbacks as well, because uh, I grew up listening to all their music, so my throwbacks go back as far as like the 60s um, so i was cool, like though. i was like maybe i should listen to, like some newer stuff so i've listened to a lot of like her khalid obviously oh. um yeah. and just like just like i'm trying yeah. to like discover new like r&b artists um because the genre is kind of like shifting and been shifting over the past few years so it's kind of interesting to see like the directions going in yeah for sure yeah nice. Very cool. um so the musical we'll be going through today, spoiler, the title of this episode will say it, uh, <laughs> but we will be doing Shrek the Musical, which... I will say, <laughs> this is the third time, Campbell, that you've gotten me to do a musical I swore I would never do. First it was High School Musical, then it was mm-hmm. Cats, and mm. now it's Shrek the Musical. But the it's song that, that I hated wasn't in the film version. So that's, I'm fine. Oh, good. Yeah. Because my only experience uh, from Shrek the Musical was from Raven telling me, I will never do this. Because I think, did you say in your it Spotify was the song, Discover? 
it was the song Forever that was originally a song between Dragon and the Donkey, or Donkey and the Dragon. Um, and sure. <laughs> well, Tiffany know, has a thug, his doesn't. But, uh, okay. <laughs> um, Articles are important. It was a yeah, song sure. between them. I was listening to like a Disney classics or whatever. It, it doesn't make sense because Shrek was never Disney, but um, I was listening to like a Disney classics playlist or whatever, and the song Forever came up, and I was just so disturbed by it because it was, <laughs> it was just overly sexual for yeah. Raven described it to me as uncomfortably erotic and i was oh, just like when she told me that I, I was like we're gonna fucking do and i was like i'm yeah, never cool. watching that musical that's a but good way to describe the whole it. yeah that's a good way to describe the whole show i would say is uncomfortably erotic there's a lot of like sexual undertones. oh i did not like and we'll get to it with yeah. so uh, donkeys like looking up with Shrek, at shrek i was just like i feel sexual attention here and i shouldn't i did not this is bad yeah uh, <laughs> it's a strange show <laughs> yeah oh man we're gonna have so much fun talking about it and then uh the drink we made for this uh i had a couple of friends over and we had a day where we just like had a because of this podcast i have a bunch of li- different kinds of liquor and mixers and juices and stuff like that so they came over we all like took turns making like little samplers we had shrek one and two on Dope. um and we <laughs> went with this beautiful swamp donkey <laughs> Uh, it's a variation of a Moscow mule. Um, so it's vodka, lime juice, uh, ginger beer. Uh, but that's not green enough. So added some Midori and green chartreuse to also for like an earthiness kind of thing. Yes. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about this Mountain Dew monstrosity. Yeah. <laughs> and, and listeners, you can't see it, but it looks stunning it is it is glowing through the zoom screen it is a beautiful yeah. it's a nightlight this is straight of up simpsons <laughs> uh, <laughs> nuclear power plant it is unbelievable mr plow yeah, it, is, it is really something else so cheers i'm pretty sure it's the yeah. exact green that his swamp was in the movie i and yeah. guess what it's that was accidental that was the first time i got this color so it was meant to be nice. yeah well done nice all right cheers cheers, cheers everyone <laughs> yeah that's pretty good it's pretty I like working. that. Uh, it's it's it a weird taste to have at 10, 10 a.m. Uh, but <laughs> just pair with some scrambled eggs. Yeah, it's brunch hour. I, I I had I had an egg sandwich this morning, so that's what I'm running on. Um, yeah, so Shrek musical, um, a Let's little bit of. <laughs> Uh, a little bit of background um this musical is based off of the 2001 dreamworks animation film it came out in 2001 sorry that is the first time i've like seen that date in a while and it just blew on continue (laughs) um and uh which shrek is also based off the like 1990 book shrek exclamation part um by william steig um i didn't know it was a book yeah, I didn't either. Shrek was a book like, in this I thought that's what um, in the movie. I mean, it was also just like a fair a play off of fairy tales, but I thought that's what the book yeah. was kind of meant to represent in the movie. But I wasn't yeah, sure that was uh, the original. Because oh. the original book is about like a green monster leaves home, sees the world, and marries an ugly princess, mm. and that's like we're just like uh, rude. She's yeah, so it's all is, it's all, it's all about self esteem. Yeah, the book came out in nineteen ninety. Yes. And October seventeenth, nineteen ninety. And he was just waiting around, and then they, they made this move. Like that was eleven years of like, was this good? I don't know. <laughs> That's a long time of like because on that the Shrek weird movies book. are great. They are. Let they me are. tell you. And I think, and I think a big problem I have with this musical, I think 
one of my favorite parts of the Shrek movies is the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And they just have, like, original songs in it. Like, uh, Holding Out for a Hero in Shrek 2, Jennifer Saunders' rendition of it, is, yes. like, has, is my anthem. I, I listen to that version often. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, the it's best It's great. Version. Like, yeah, when I'm, like, in the lab at work, uh, I need to be listening to that kind of uplifting powerhouse that it, Jennifer Saunders provides. It is interesting. I was obsessed with the movie as a kid. It came out yeah. when I was, I guess I would have been 11 then. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember watching it all the time. Like we would like, uh, like in the van going somewhere, we had like the little mini DVD player and I'd watch it like oh, on yeah. loop. Like I watched this movie all the time and I was obsessed with the music. It introduced me to Leonard Cohen, Shrek. <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. That was the first time I'd heard Hallelujah by, I think, I think it's Rufus Wainwright in the movie. That yeah. it. Yeah, and I was—I remember like loving that song and thinking it was so good, and I was like, I can't believe Shrek is how I learned about this like Hall of Fame songwriter. Yeah, um, when Shrek I... introduced me, not like truly introduced me to Madonna. I had heard of Madonna, but like the song <laughs> yeah. um, uh, "Like a Virgin," mm-hmm. I had—I—I I only knew from Shrek for several years, and then I remember one time, like I heard the song in full outside of it. I was like, Oh, I guess that is a real song. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it's when interesting we, how like a movie can like they really did nail like the music cues and and using music in a way that was like fun but even for like like i'm sure for adults it made a lot more sense but as a kid you were still like oh these are really cool songs and these are yeah. really interesting things they're doing yeah i loved it and like it's just amazing what those movies did for smash mouth oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it really was big that was big for that to huge. this day so many people think all star is their only song <laughs> oh yeah. Fun fact, uh, before I came to grad school, I did some substitute teaching, uh, mm-hmm. like public school, and I would always get called back for this one middle school band class because uh, I, I was in band uh, growing up. I was a drum major. I know how to conduct. So when the... Yeah, very cool, <laughs> man. Up. Jeez. Sorry. Man. Rude. No, not you, Matt. Raven. She instigated it. She's the problem here. I, I was. I went right along, though. I, I bullied right along. <laughs> you, you said you'd follow our lead, yeah. and that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For better and worse. So what he one time I was substituting, he was like, oh, we have a concert in a couple weeks. Can you go through the music? The first song was a band arrangement of All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh, and wow. an actual note, piece of advice I got paid to give was <laughs> trumpets, that you're not coming in enough on the body. It's some body wants to <laughs> And they paid me to do that. So that was that's a good that's, gig. That's, that's probably the best check. Tra- yeah. <laughs> it was honestly, that was like the best job. One of the best jobs I've ever had yeah, was a, fun. the substitute teacher. Um, um, body. Yeah. He really does hit the body hard in that. Yeah. If you think about the it. trumpets were, they were lacking yeah. these like 12 year olds. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so this musical, uh, it opened, uh, in December, 2008, uh, the original Broadway production closed after, uh, you know, Two just days. about 12 months. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then it... It actually ran uh, for over 400 performances, which is wild. <laughs> wow, that's a yeah. lot. Like, it was, it was um, actually well-received. Yeah, we're, and then it we're was, like, shitting on this thing that everyone's, like, a fan of. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's fine. It happens all the time. Uh, and then the show was revamped, uh, like, Weston production from June 2011 to February 2013. And uh, Radical Media... Um, filmed uh one of the revamped versions and so it's on netflix right now so that's mm-hmm. how we were able to watch it which i don't know i i'm a fan when people when organizations are able to you know share these kinds of broadway plays because i would like to see all of them and 
Yeah, I can. Yeah. And <laughs> at the end, because I go over like the composer and like the awards and stuff at the end. And I'll just say right now, like the composer, like the playwright and the composer for this musical are actually very accomplished and very talented people. And this musical won a ton of awards and was nominated for a ton more. And it's just like, I liked it. I overall liked it, but there's definitely a lot of parts that's just like, um, were we sure about this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I did the same thing. I looked up who did it afterward, and I was like, whoa, these people have done a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it almost felt like this was like... One of them studied at Juilliard. <laughs> Which is not to disparage them. They're great. I'm no. sure they're great people. They're fantastic musicians. But, like, were we sure about this? There's something about this whole project that felt like it was, like, someone, like, emailed someone and they were like, I mean, I guess we could do this. Like, like It felt I, like... I, I got, like, a It felt like a Mad TV on, sketch like, the yeah, entire time. Yeah, it felt time. like sketch comedy that, like, wasn't fully uh, hitting its stride. I don't know. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. And it had some really great moments that we'll, we'll talk about when we get into it. Um, so we start off with the overture and a big, bright, beautiful world. Which is such a sad song. It's, so basically, like, I did laugh at it a lot, <laughs> I laugh at it a lot too. <laughs> because it's basically fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, which was our I entire message for Annie, which is our next episode that's coming out. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, that's we do not look good at that episode. <laughs> do we ever? So Shrek is seven years old. Um, I guess ogres age at approximately the same rate as humans um so he's a seven-year-old child it's his birthday and his mm. parents are basically singing to him about like hey you're seven means you're a grown-ass man it's time to get the fuck out of my house yeah. and one of the lines they sing to him is literally every dream it's a big bright beautiful world every dream can come true just not for you yeah. <laughs> just yeah. so terrible and i did like the singing in it so young shrek is played by maya goldman Oh, the singing um, in this is amazing. Yeah. yeah uh, the Shrek's mom, played by Rachel Stern. Uh, she's also been on, like, The Blacklist, The Deuce. Uh, she also is Tweedledum in one of the Dragonettes. And then uh, the dad is uh, Jacob Ming Trent, who is amazing. If you've seen the Watchmen TV show, he plays Panda. Um, he's in Ray Donovan as Big Easy. He's in Feed the Beast. He's, he's, in, he's incredible. Um, and then they did this. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, my first note on this musical was LMAO, what the fuck? <laughs> and I, and I wrote out what the fuck. Cause I was like, W2F doesn't, doesn't cover it. It's not enough. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't cover enough for something only you are reading, which, you know, is an even another level. Yeah. I, exactly. I, I, I think it's like. You know what you're going to get when you turn this on. Like, you know you're going to watch a musical about an ogre. But mm -hmm. when you see them for the first time, it is jarring. Like, it looks so... Like, God bless them. They did a great job making these people look like fantasy characters. But it's so yeah. hard to look at and take seriously at first. That was my problem. I was like, this looks like, like Party City Halloween Party. Like, like, like af after the first number, when all the characters start coming out, you're like, this looks so ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's hard to, like... Take it seriously, even though it's like you know that you know your mind can make the leap, but you're still kind of like mm, I don't know. There's My most there's a reason was, it was animated. This can't be real. <laughs> yeah, this can't be real. Yeah. <laughs> like I like afterwards, I like had to socialize with people, and it's all I was thinking about. And I was yeah. like walking with my friend. I was just like, I have to vent some stuff to you, 
And she was like, are you okay? Your body language is off right now. I was like, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm and not I have okay. to go like, I'm not well. talk to new graduate students. I'm just like, I'm not, I, I have, I have to talk about this. Yeah. I'm very proud of myself. I didn't for most of the night. But when I came back to my apartment, um, me and my friend, I did talk about it more because I, I, I had to. It's just, yeah. I didn't understand why people aren't constantly talking about this. Yeah. Or maybe they have just like, you know able to drink and forget which yeah. which we're doing today so and i don't want to be dramatic about it because it's not like oh my god these people look like shit it's like they look good for what they are but oh yeah least, for it's sure it's just like i was thinking about it when i was done watching it i was like there's there's not a single character in that show that looks normal except for the princess like so you're constantly just seeing these people that look like caricatures of things and you're like oh, this is the person i'm supposed to care about like they don't look uh like any person I've ever seen before. <laughs> they look so ridiculous. It doesn't feel like someone said, oh, hey, this is a movie I love. I would like to make a musical adaptation of it. It looks mm -hmm. like someone watched Shrek and said, this is hilarious. I'm going to make a parody. Like, that's, yeah, that's a really good like. observation. That's a really yeah. good observation. It didn't feel like it had like the heart of the movie and like yeah. the no. fun of the movie. It just felt like, well, I guess we could string together a bunch of songs. What do you guys think? Like, it felt like that. It felt like the yeah. like, And then just put like quote little quotes from and, the movie so yes. the audience can be like, oh, they said it. They I said like it. That. I didn't like that. I didn't either. It. It, it came off as like cheap and it didn't feel earned. It felt like really weird when they do like a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I was yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. And, and the weird thing is, so like I, I do kind of appreciate what they did with the message, I guess. They could have, <laughs> they could have said it better. But I appreciate what they were trying to show with the message and like how they made the fairy tale creatures a little more of the story. But like, yeah. I felt like the only, the parts I loved were just some of the song. Like there were moments in the songs um, that was like, oh, this is really cool. Like this is, I feel really emotionally connected to this and I really like it. But then pretty mm -hmm. much anytime they weren't singing or sometimes when they were singing, but anytime when they weren't singing, I was just like, cool, when's the next song? Let's get yeah. through this. <laughs> I, I yeah. will say there was way more singing than I thought there would be. It felt like yeah. there yeah. was like a number every like, I don't know. It felt like it was like bang, bang, bang. We were always in a song. There yeah. were nineteen, if you include the reprises. Yeah. That feels a lot. Is that a lot? That feels like a lot. I would say that's. It a lot. It feels like a lot. Like Sweeney Todd yeah. had like twenty-two or twenty-three or something. So it's only like Sweeney Todd, which is an acclaimed musical, only had like three more songs. Gotcha. And his were a lot shorter. And yeah. Yeah, yeah I was, found myself like I found myself like getting like lost in some of these songs like unfortunately i felt like a lot of them were like completely forgettable and i was just like yeah. oh we're doing another number about what like what are we talking about like we're just like going we're, from, we're talking like, about how this person's a scientologist and no one's saying anything about it i was like, like do we accept scientology now yeah. <laughs> is that is that the message of shrek the musical yeah it's it like is. oh don't be afraid to be yourself be a scientologist and be proud about it it's yeah. like is this is this what we're doing <laughs> This but well, I f okay. I feel like we only have to go through the story so much since it's Shrek, and <laughs> oh, yeah. everyone yeah. generally knows the story. I'm sure. But yeah. Um, so yeah, his parents send him off, just like you're seven, you're on your own, um, which they I think they literally say. Um, and we see that he the song like ages him up basically, and he's basically like, oh hey, I don't need to try to be happy. Like happiness is being alone because I'm an ogre and like all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Basically, you see like. 
all these self-esteem issues and trauma from being seven and kicked out into a mob-filled world um, mm-hmm. has, has done on him. Uh, so he now lives alone in his swamp. Um, and we get to where, like, the sort of the beginning of the actual Shrek movie, where the fairy tale characters all have to move into the swamp because they're being kicked out of Duloc. Um, and this is where we get to some very problematic lines from some of the fairy tale creatures. Um, two of which, and Campbell, I don't know which of these two was the one you called me on, but I, I can only assume it's mm-hmm. one of these. The first yeah. one is this little piggy needs a Paxel. Um, and the other I one, was I was okay with that one. <laughs> yeah, so that was the one that I was like, I need to write that down. But then yeah. we got to all yeah. fruitcakes and freaks will be sent to a resettlement facility. And I was just like, oh, okay. that Jesus wasn't it. Fuck. What was that? What was yours? Oh, it was um, the big bad wolf. How the mob would call the big bad wolf. <laughs> they tore a, my cotton granny and dress it, and called me a hot and tranny mess. Yes, that was the one. I was just like, what are we doing here? I literally yeah. just wrote down, bruh. <laughs> you cannot. And like, a lot of the fairy tale creatures are like, very accomplished, are like, great performers. I wish uh, like, the, the the three pigs, when they sang together, and like, there's different harmonies. I was like, can we just have more of this? But it would only be like, it was only like, two places. Yeah. Yeah. There weren't a lot of like beautiful musical moments when there could have been. No. It always felt like they were just trying to get through the songs as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we have all these characters and everyone has it. I was like, why does why do we have to have this like amount of fairy tale creatures? Yeah, there. I think that would have been a big uh, improvement is if they literally cut the ensemble in half and just really focused on like the gingerbread guy, Pinocchio mm-hmm. guy, maybe like two other people, and then they could have all had more you know, moments instead of having this like giant mess of uh, yeah. silliness the whole time. But And just to, you know, name a few of the credits, because there's so many of them. Um, Pinocchio, um, who has, uh, you know, a pretty big part in this, um, is played by uh, John Tardigria, uh, also is the magic mirror and the like puppet captain, the main puppeteer uh, of the mm. dragon, um, has been in a lot of Sesame Street productions um puppeteering was uh most like recently on Saturday Night Live with like Keegan Michael Key uh when with Kermit he was Kermit um, oh cool he's in the new Fraggle Rock Johnny and the Sprites which he's also a producer and writes for um really talented guy that I don't know Pinocchio was Pinocchio is a weird character to be especially with like the speaking voice I know it's trying to be a lot like the movie but like yeah. so much stuff is already like not the movie they could have done like different stuff. Um, yeah. Heron Paschel uh, played Gingy. The Sugar Plum Fairy is also one of the Dragonettes. Um, she's been in a lot of like Pokemon, like TV shows. She actually mm. voices one of them on Super Smash Brothers, which I thought was pretty cool. That's um, very cool. Yeah, uh, she was in Wings Club. Uh, yeah, and uh, she wrote uh, in the Ether, which is uh, this like short that she did. Um, there's just, there's a lot of talented people in this cast mm-hmm. that, like you said, uh, they could have had like more, like better, like musical moments that like really would like showcase them. Cause like the mm-hmm. talent is there, but it's just, yeah, just trying to rush through, get through everyone, which yeah. is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was all in story of my life, which is basically all the fairy tale creatures explaining their various plights and everything that's wrong with it. Not wrong with it, but all of their traumas and issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, 
and we find out that Pinocchio uh, thinks he's a real boy, which is real sad. Uh, but he, <laughs> he, he has he goes through a character arc. He goes he goes through yeah, some he does have a character arc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is basically just realizing he's a puppet is his whole arc. But it's yeah, fun. <laughs> I did not like his. I mean, we're jumping around a little, but I, I didn't really like the ending line of like I'm good, I'm nope. wood, nope, and nope. I'm not going anywhere. I was like, ugh, <laughs> like, um. let's not. <laughs> take that language and like try to make it like about being a, a fucking doll it's like, puppet. It's, it's like, yeah. come on. I was like like what are you doing it yeah, gave me a choice. very like um we're here we're queer and we want to yeah. drink beer oh, yeah, but no, less, yeah, no. like, I think that's what it was yeah inspired like it, it didn't mean anything <laughs> yeah i think it was like yeah that's why like i don't i think it was offensive but it like it just was like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, it just but, felt like such an easy Like, it's thing. not wrong, but yeah. it's, it's not it's right. It's not right. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was. I wasn't like, crazy It's just about the it. amount of people, like, that line would, like, would go through and how many times. And people are like, yes, I feel good about this. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, these things don't get, like, they have to be approved by lots of people. <laughs> There's <laughs> lots of workshops. There's lots of, like, I don't know, whatever. Not the worst crime in the world, but. And my oh, thing, no. and I don't know if this is me getting a little too, like, activist-y, but... Oh, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the whole, okay, so the whole, like, storyline with the feral tall creatures, I did, I did like the fact that they incorporated them more into the story, and, like, they kind of made it their story, too. Um, but with that storyline, I feel like there is a lot to say about embracing what makes you different and what makes you unique and... The fact that, like, yeah, like, not everyone's going to be exactly the same and the world is better for that. Um, and that is a fantastic message in itself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, especially in this sort of context, so often it's in that sort of vein of, like, LGBTQ and, like, stuff like that. It's like, one, there's so many other ways that people are different. And two, mm-hmm. like, can we stop referring to people as freaks? Yeah. <laughs> Just because they're different. You, you didn't like, you're like, oh, be proud of who you are. You free? Yeah, yeah. That's the song title. It's like, oh, great, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't think about it that way, but that is kind of a weird, yeah, label to give it. It's like, yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's where all like so many musicals I feel like fall back on that of like, yeah, they need to wrap it up in a nice way, and so it's just like, we're all special. It's like they all go that angle. I feel like, and then it's like you ultimately we saying are nothing. All in this together. Yeah, it's that kind of thing, and it's like by doing that, you're not really saying anything. You're just kind of like. Because you're keeping it vague, like we're all freaks or whatever. It's like whatever yeah. that means. Like it's just like a weird way to. And like, uh, I'll give it that this musical like premiered and, and opened and everything in the like pre-Obama era, which I feel like is a different time at this yes. point. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, especially watching it now in 2021, it's just like, oh no, this is not it. <laughs> Yeah, and that's, like, how all art evolves, I feel like. like yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was talking to my friends recently about, like, there, like it's funny you bring up Obama because it's, like, there is certain art, whether it's movies, TV, uh, music, where you're, like, comedy. You're just, like, that's that could only be made before Obama. Like, like things, like, like, culture started shifting in such a different way. And for better or worse, it's, like, there's certain things where, you're like, whether it's, like, it's more optimistic, it's more, like... Like, even, yeah. even, like, in the Trump era, it's, like, there's certain stuff that, like, after 2016 would just feel so stupid to do. Like, like a yeah, Shrek yeah. the Musical during the Trump era would be, like, this feels so stupid. Like, it feels so, like, <laughs> unimportant. Yeah. With, like, like, there's just certain eras where, like, what's going on in the world really dictates what you can say, how you can say it. And, like, 
yeah, I think that was just a completely different time back then where like you just Yeah. And and we'll get to it, but it's funny that you bring up Trump because there mm-hmm. is one song in here that when I saw the name of it, I was like, I feel like I have shell shock and I will never <laughs> see this phrase the same way again. So we'll get to that. Um we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um yeah. so all the fairy tale creatures are hanging around in Shrek's Shrek's swamp. Um, and he shows up with the famous, you know, what are you doing in my swamp line? Um, and there's just... It felt like a laugh track should have been playing, like, on a sitcom, like, every time they'd say, like, a quote from the actual yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, later on in the wedding scene, when they were doing the whole, like, laugh and all, like, like they did in the movie, I actually did like that they used the real audience for that, and, like, the audience kind of played along. Like, that I thought was, like, there were some fun moments like that. Yeah. You know, but I feel like they could have maybe had that throughout the whole musical and it would have been one, a nod to the movie. And also like, I feel capitalizing on the fact that all of this is ridiculous mm-hmm. and none of this should really be existing or happening at all in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the fairy tale creatures uh, tell Shrek that they have been removed um, by orders of Lord Farquaad mm-hmm. uh, and they have to stay in the swamp. And so they're like, oh, maybe you can do something about it. Um, and he's, con- uh, gets convinced to like go to Duloc and, you know, try to get these fairy tale creatures out of his swamp. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, good luck. They have a little like goodbye song. They're like, oh, you got this. Don't die though. Okay. We're going to break everything you have. And he like leaves. Yeah. Um, so he sets off to find Lord Farquaad and along the way he sees a group of guards that are, um, chasing down this donkey, um, which one... I don't think it was like this in the movie. Why do all the guards have, like, Farquaad's haircut? Was that in the yeah, movie? I don't think it was. So. Yeah. yeah, it was an interesting choice. Not yeah. one I approved also, of. Also, <laughs> uh, Shrek, oh, we didn't say this. Shrek is played by Brian Darcy James, uh, who Who's an has amazing been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, in uh, 13 Reasons Why, uh, he's been in Smash. Uh, he was nominated, uh, got nominated for Tony for Best Actor, uh, Feature World Musical, uh, for Sweet Smell of Success. Uh, in the new uh, Steven Spielberg um, West Side Story, he will be playing Officer Krupke. Oh, that's um, awesome. I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. I didn't either. Um, and so, yeah, so that's who's playing Shrek. And I, I do think he's doing a pretty good job as Shrek because that's, like, a hard thing to do um, mm-hmm. with. For, like, especially, like, these main characters. I mean, it's, like, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, and Cameron Diaz. Like, it's they're, it's just them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so any kind of, like, other people doing it. Like, I think would feel weird at first, but I think he's doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, it's definitely really tough to be the primary lead and especially a stage play like this, because it's one thing when it's in an animated musical where you have like specific working days and like you guys are coming in and recording and then like leaving and like that takes its own amount of like effort and work ethic and stuff. But being the lead where like you're basically always on stage you're always performing mm-hmm. like all that stuff that's definitely really really tough so i think he did a really good job for that for yeah, what yeah. he was given and dressed in oh yeah <laughs> i think yeah i think all the leads did a good job of like making it a little bit their own like like yeah i think like donkey is like, he did a very good job of not going like full eddie murphy which would be like yeah. the easy choice to make and it would be rewarded mm-hmm. but he kind of made it his own like little personality um Shrek, you kind of have to be Shrek. That's like what you're there for. It's the <laughs> yeah. name on the yeah. on the thing. But it's like, uh, but I still thought he he did a good job, like kind of inventing his own little things and making it a little different than the movie. 
was yeah. good. Yeah. I was a little surprised, especially with all the nods to the movie, that they didn't include the in in the morning I'm making waffles line. Because yeah. I feel like I feel like he would have delivered that perfectly, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah whatever. Um, so then we're introduced to Donkey, played by Daniel uh, Breaker, uh, mm-hmm. who's been in uh, Billions, uh, Girls 5 Ever, uh, a bunch of episodes of Mozart in the Jungle. Um, I f- I feel feel i don't know how because i i'm this is not my expertise but i feel like his costume could have looked different uh, <laughs> correct <laughs> yeah yeah it was kind of weird i didn't like whatever they did with his neck yeah it, it looked, looked like more gray like bark or yeah oh. it looked <laughs> it looked not like a donkey's neck or a yeah. person's neck i'm it gonna just... pull up an image of it because i, I... It, yeah, it wasn't it's... right <laughs> correct <laughs> um yeah, yeah it, and he's trying to convince shrek to take him with him basically on this journey and like all the other stuff um and we get into the song don't let me go uh-huh one of the lines of which is if you kill a man i'll hide the body and i'm like jesus dude you just <laughs> met him like five minutes ago <laughs> he also says we go together like donuts and diabetes yeah um i do i do want to point out i do want to point out that he says butter and grits not sugar and grits so for any of my fellow southern Ah, listeners it's important do not put sugar in your grits i don't know who raised you but stop doing that it just it does not belong in there Yeah, so finally Shrek's like, fine, you can come. Because, like, throughout the song, they're, like, walking around, and Shrek doesn't know where he's going. He's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to need this help. You can come. Um, and then we get into uh, Regiment. So we see all the um, the guard for Lord Farquhar and uh, Thelonious, and they bring in the gingerbread man, mm-hmm. and Lord Farquaad is played by Christopher Sieber, um, who has been, it's all relative, uh, to a king, uh Thoroughly modern Millie. He was Billy Flynn in Chicago. He was in Span a lot. Beauty and the Beast um, has been like all over Broadway, mm-hmm. um, and I think he does a really good job. And I was wondering how they were going to do, like how short he was. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought it was I thought it was a, a good way to do it. I still don't understand how they did it. I don't really understand what I was. I don't, I don't was, know what yeah, I was, was looking at. Was he on his at. knees? Was he crouching? But he was know. moving so quickly. I thought knees. And, and like, and his he was still like moving his arms. Yes. Yeah, like his upper body like, so was what's... still totally him. I yeah. I almost want to say he was like in a wheelchair or something, some kind of like device where he could roll, move around. Yeah. Because but then they lift him. Blend... Oh, you're right. Hmm. And you see, <laughs> there was and so one I think he was, he was on his walking... knees sideways like not sideways but he was walking like across the stage and it yeah. looked like you could see the like actor like kind of crouching like his yeah. pants and like black that has to be so behind painful. the legs that has to be but so I was, painful. I was like for the whole play like that's just excessive i mean i'm sure he had like crazy knee pads or something that kind of like worked for him but like yeah if you haven't seen the musical he's like he has these fake legs that kind of swing, which is like a very funny gag. And like, yeah. he plays with those a lot for like, which I thought was like pretty good physical comedy. But like, oh, yeah. he's this, there's this giant black, almost blanket covering the back of his body. And you can't really tell what's going on under, underneath. It's like a weird trick. But he did a lot for being in that weird position. Like there were moments where he did like full on dance combinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fully moving. Like, yeah, like essentially from his knees, I guess. I don't know. It was very like... 
impressive uh, how they pulled that off. Yeah. Yeah. That's why at first I was like, maybe he's crouching because like some of the dexterity that he displayed, I was like, you got to be on your feet. But I was like, I can't imagine they would make anyone crouch that way for an entire play. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It'd be the the worst. (laughs) Just be like aching every night. Oh, yeah. Especially for for 441, (laughs) assuming he did all of them. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Going to the doctor's like, what happened to your knees? Shrek the music. Yeah. I I actually played Farquaad for 449. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, ah, gotcha. We know, what, we know what you need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get a condition named after you. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh, I have Farquad needs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so then. Gingerbread Man is interrogated. Mm-hmm. Uh, his legs are cut off, right? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. And legs are so stitched I... back together with frosting? <laughs> yeah. Which is. That's fun. Yeah, that's, so does that, does that imply that like the frosting that's yeah, on that's, him? That's, that, that's comedy, is baby. Biological? <laughs> Yes, yes. You don't have to, you don't um, want to get into gingerbread man anatomy. It gets very messy. Yeah, and then you get into like Mongo, the giant one in Shrek too. Oh, yeah. there's, there's a lot going on there. Magic exists. Magic it's exists. Fun. Yeah, it's a musical. We're having um, fun. Um, oh, and the guards bring in the magic mirror. Who I I really mm-hmm. loved the way they I did really like the way he was shown. It, it yeah. was shown um, in the movie, so I, I like that they copied that like exactly. I will say one more thing about the gingerbread man, um, because before with like all these like, you know, ridiculous costumes, I was just like, I feel like there could be like more like puppets in this. And the gingerbread man, I was like, oh, he's a puppet. Yeah, that was yeah. Why can't we just do more like puppeteering? I feel like that that would have helped some of the like the things we talked about before. I, I just agree. more puppets. I always think there should be more puppets in general. Oh, yeah, totally. Puppeteering is an amazing art. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It's Love just like puppets. fun to see like. I don't know, because your brain tricks you pretty quickly, and you're like, "Oh, that's a yeah. real person," even though it's just a gingerbread puppet. But it's like, yeah. it's, it looks I mean, better than a lot of like, I mean, like just thinking about like even what you're saying about like donkey's neck. It's like there's just things about like when you're trying to do these crazy costumes, they just look a little mm-hmm. insane sometimes. Whereas a puppet of that would be like totally yeah, impassable. like in like Lion King or like the Little Mermaid. Like they they could have like gone like that route. Yeah, that's a, also, that's like a good stylistic choice. Budget. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They yeah, got that DreamWorks money, baby. <laughs> oh, that's true. They, yeah, they got, got the, Shrek money. They got Shrek money, what... man. You know how many t-shirts they sold for that? Oh, man. <laughs> Waffles and stuff on the... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Green ketchup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, with the magic mirror, we get into Farquaad picking out who his spouse is going to be. So, here's the thing I don't understand. Because uh, I don't know how Duloc works, but monarchy doesn't work this way. So, he is not a king. He's he just lord. created this kingdom. Yeah, he's a lord, but he wants Which, to be. I don't. He's also not even that no, in this movie. Correct. The, the um, he wants to. Yeah, the flimsiest like plot point is like <laughs> he's already everyone bows down to him and he's in charge, but he's not in technically charge. a king. But, yeah, it's like, it's but such here's a my weird... thing: marrying a princess doesn't make you a king. It typically makes you a prince, a prince or a king consort. Which is not the same thing in how, a lot of kingdoms. You, how do you know this, <laughs> Matt, Matt? This is Raven. <laughs> like this is this, She just knows this. Yeah, stuff. yeah. This is fascinating. Um, 
I, I like to say, like, she read a lot of Shakespeare. <laughs> gotcha. uh, she plays a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Gotcha. All of I which also is really true, like historical fiction. But she, so like, but she yeah. knew it other than that. So, yeah. So, <laughs> as long as we know the official knows. bloodline of Duloc, <laughs> we know how you could ascend to the throne. Well, that's my thing. Is like, not only would it not, like, marrying a princess wouldn't even make you king of their kingdom, but it certainly wouldn't make you king of your own kingdom. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's weird. I just don't understand. <laughs> And he's not even a lord he's because his a, like dad's made, not royalty. Just, we find out later that his uh, dad is like grumpy, grumpy of the seven dwarves, and oh, then also yeah. one of the princesses they were choosing from was Snow White. I was just like, "That was a stretch." Don't you know her? Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, I was just like, was "Wait, like, is Snow oh, White her, his mom?" Then, oh yeah, it's just, it was weird. All of it was weird. Yeah, I, for, yeah. I completely forgot about like, the part where I was like, "Are we supposed to believe that this is all the same world, Snow White, the seven yeah. dwarves?" And the thing, the thing that did bother me then was that, like, okay, if his father is grumpy, then he's just half dwarf. So why are you making fun of how short he is? Like, Maybe that's that just was, body yeah. shaming. Yeah, that, that, that's bad. Yeah, I did think about that part because then that's just... It truly feels oh, that's like... that's bad. I mean, it's truly, body shaming regardless, but... It feels like the, a lyric that they wrote... Race into it? Uh, it feels like they wrote the lyric about grumpy and were like, we will fix this later. Like, we'll come back to this. <laughs> and, and then, like, it was, like, so showtime and the curtains were opening. They're like, oh, no, like, we've oh, never fuck. fixed it. He's technically like, grumpy we, so. It's like, we already got grumpy in makeup for the finale. <laughs> what were we supposed to do? We already did oh, it. No. And then grumpy was just oh, no. so excited. He's like, this is my chance to shine. And it's just like, can't tell him no. Because it's like, I could see like if you were sitting around the piano with some people and you're like having fun, you're like, oh, that's a funny idea. But like, and then you start thinking about it a little longer. Like, no, it doesn't, it's way too much. It's too much work to make that all make sense. But nope, they ran with yeah. it and they're like. They just went. Yeah. Um, so uh, he decides to go with princess number three. Uh, Princess Fiona and then I did like the transition from the mirror to the tower I yes. thought that was really well done um, favorite song and in the whole show by the way I think it's yes. yeah it was my yes. favorite song um, when that little girl I have another starts, one that is when that little close. girl starts singing I was like here we go let's go something weird like she something different yeah. okay yeah young uh, Fiona played by Leah Greenhouse uh, and then teen Fiona is played by Marissa O'Donnell um, and they were very good. Yeah. I was yes. impressed by them. It was just um, a breath of fucking fresh air after seeing all these weirdos, these freaks. <laughs> like I was like, hey. I, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I uh, I just felt like, oh, we can have like some real singing in a normal voice, and it's not going to yeah. be like over the top weird jokes that don't make. It. Like I was like, oh, this is going to be a nice little like breath, and like it was. It was really pretty. The song was nice. The set was really cool. How they spun it. And, yeah. yeah, it was a cool. And moment. it was the it was the first moment that felt like emotionally genuine. Yeah, like it was the first moment yes. that felt like yes. there is a story you're trying to tell here. There is a message you're trying to send, and you were communicating that with your music. That is the first time I felt this way in this musical. Yeah, that was the first, yeah. the, maybe the only time in the show where I felt like the beginning of maybe a goosebump here or there. You know, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is this is like like you said, it's like emotionally like I was like, oh, this makes sense. And like up until then, every character came into the stage screaming and running and i was like it's <laughs> like we and for all no at reason, the same time for no reason like why were they, like like i think back to donkey's intro it's like why are they even chasing a fucking donkey They're like what was going on i was like everything was so intense and in your face and had no explanation whereas this felt very like we're gonna tell you a good story that's we're gonna show yeah. you this woman's whole life and her like desperation to get out of here and 
yeah it was, yeah. It was really nice it was really, really nice. and it was also still really funny mm-hmm. like when the young rapunzel uh, young rapunzel young fiona is singing about like rapunzel and she's like reading the storybook it's like oh and she's locking power just like me mm-hmm. i was like oh and she wishes she was dead okay we're gonna skip along we're, <laughs> we're not gonna skip really past that, that. <laughs> yeah. i'm just like hell yeah young fiona um <laughs> So we find out, like, young Fiona, she was like, I've been here for 23 days. Then we get to teen Fiona reading a different um, fairy tale. Our prenup a... will be binding. Yeah. Yes. That's that's Loves comedy. That. It's good. This this is a good song. Uh, she was there for uh, 958 days, which is, like, 2.6 years. Because mm-hmm. um, quick maths. Slash, I did it before. Yeah, I was like, you did uh, not just do that in your head. <laughs> which also doesn't make I, sense, because that girl uh, was mad. I am getting my doctorate oh. in engineering. You don't know what I can do. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm getting my a PhD in environmental engineering. Oh, but also, he did not do that. There's a clarinet behind you, so I thought for sure you were getting your, like, grad school for music or theater. Oh, no. We're, we're in both. We're engineers. Oh we just, like, God. used to do music a bunch and, like, Growing up. Oh yeah, so the music later will be bad. Like I just <laughs> oh, <laughs> Matt like him I, if you were like Kobe was like oh we're gonna and hear I was like oh perform. he's a real musician. This is not gonna be. Good. <laughs> oh, see, I'm sitting here looking at you guys. Like oh, you guys are real musicians. I just screw nah. up. Oh, that's nah. hilarious. Sorry. We so are we all feel we better now. Yeah, I, I wasn't stereotyping either of you, but I did not expect I'm getting my doctorate in engineering from the guy that wants to analyze Shrek the musical. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a I, process I, engineer for, I got a form, for a pharmaceutical company. Wow. Good for you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Not that doing arts is not good for you either, but I'm saying. Like, the, oh, yeah. That, that, that would be a weird take that you would have. Yes, totally. <laughs> what, a, what a hot take. <laughs> yeah, I got hot takes all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's really, my... really need to pick my, up that uh, self esteem message from this musical then that's <laughs> what's the worst here i'm an asshole but uh, anyway getting back to fiona and her little fiona's yeah oh, and yes. then we get to uh present day fiona mm-hmm. uh played by sutton foster who i think was the best in this musical agreed oh yeah yeah i think her especially the main the best. i really like her take of on fiona which is like horse girl dances like chris farley is <laughs> what she does and i liked it i thought it was fun she brought so much more to fiona's character especially at the end um when she was like singing about herself and like kind of her self real like Mm self-actualization period um but she brought so much more to fiona's character because in the movie the movie is really all about shrek which makes sense because it's named after him sure but all you really know about fiona is that like oh she's a princess locked in a tower who turns into an ogre at night you know but here it's like you actually get her personality and like learn who she is and i really liked that they included the song so i'm just like she she's just been here for like 20 years and no one talks about that and it hasn't affected her in any way she's not weird or socially underdeveloped or like anything like you know what i mean yeah that's an interesting like observation about like yeah she's been, like <laughs> stuck here forever and she's just like a normal she's hey everyone how's it going like just normal yeah here. and all the lines about like oh thank god the walls were padded it's just like yikes <laughs> it was just like you're not okay yeah <laughs> i like those lines totally okay yeah i kind of like those little like uh you know hints at something deeper and darker going on like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun. And then I, I like feel that like it also my Shrek. <laughs> it also helps like not saying that people who are damaged need other people who are damaged, but it, it to me it did help contextualize a little more her love with Shrek and it made it mm-hmm. feel like they were more meant for each other because in the movie mm-hmm. it was like oh you you hang out together and so you fell in love, but in the pl- in, in this musical it did feel a little more like oh this makes more sense because we know more about who Fiona is. Yes. You know? Well, I think yeah. like 
I know we're kind of going chronologically, but jumping around for a half second, like yeah, the the cool. moment where they try to like talk about who had it worse, kind of thing, like yeah. like yeah. Who, they trauma bond. Yeah, that like that that's a nice moment that I think the movie could have used of like mm-hmm. yeah. them like getting into their backstories more and like comparing. I guess not trauma, but you know what I mean, like comparing like their their upbringings. I thought that was a good moment. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, oh yeah, every single person in this movie is like the definition of like developmental issues like Farquaad <laughs> has major daddy issues yeah 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 our parents yeah, he's an adult man that still says daddy so yeah. like that one first and foremost you know something's going on yeah. <laughs> okay um, um so, yeah so we get a beautiful harmony between the three uh aged Fiona's um yeah. and then we cut back to Donkey and Shrek traveling and I will say I did like their I didn't love the sets but i liked their transition between sets like the way they tried to like keep the pieces moving and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i did i did kind of like that element like they they definitely tried they put in a lot of effort i feel like to make this happen yeah yeah the sets were some of the most impressive parts about it i feel like like there's some cool stuff but yeah um especially because they had like the moving um Similar sort of to Hamilton, but it wasn't like a tape. It was like a round table. It was just like. But a, there was something. There was like that, a moving shred. Yeah, there yeah. was something that moved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which I, I, I also think cool. the the orchestra pit was well hidden. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Like someone who's like been in orchestra pit before for musicals. Um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That kind of like the greenery. Um, yeah. That's like kind of over it. I I like that. Yeah, they did, they did a like lot that. of work with set decoration, which I was really I was really happy about. Um, especially because this is this is a movie that I feel like the set sort of takes a backseat in the movie, but it's so much more critical for a stage play. So yeah. I, I thought I thought they did well. Um, so then uh, Donkey and Shrek, we see that they have reached Farquaad's castle, um, and we get to the singing doll scene, which I think they did very well. Growing up, that was my like favorite yeah. scene. That was the I best. laughed about yeah. them not saying ass uh-huh. for like at this it point. It hits every time. What twenty years? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's like the it's such a like joke that gets done all the time. It's like they think you know you think they're gonna say something. That's, like, oh, gonna yeah, say. but that was like perfect execution. I like that movie yeah. nailed it. And that was like <laughs> yeah. that's another example of what we were saying earlier of like they just knew how to do music moments really well. Like little yeah. yeah. And that's like a I mean it sounds stupid to say, but that's a great little song. Like that's like like mm-hmm. that will I can sing that song like like I remember more of that than I do like the other actual <laughs> compositions for the show. Like and I really like the costuming of the like the 10 soldiers. Oh I, yeah. like type thing. That was really good. And just to point out like one of them uh, Jennifer Cody uh, plays like one of like the main like uh, female Duloc dolls. Um, she was actually Sutton Foster's sister-in-law, so that's fun. Oh, that's cool. uh, but she also played Charlotte LaBeouf in Princess and the Frog. LaBeouf. Yeah, that's a good name. So, and that that was another musical that we've like really is Princess love and the Frog. Lottie so much. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I wrote that down for you, Raven. Thank you. Um, oh yeah, so this is the first time we see the legs on Farquaad, and I. Lo- I fully lost my shit and just started laughing. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we get into the song "What's Up, Duloc," um, and this is basically where he's talking about how, like, oh yeah, I want every like everything needs to be perfect. Duloc is the perfect place. Um, everyone has to be exactly the same. I dressed everyone the same so that like I, I made like a national dress code so that no one ever clashes, mm-hmm. like all this other stuff. She's like, 
really like the choreography. Solid jazz hands mm-hmm. from the ensemble. It was it was like professional. Oh, it, oh, I mean, they are professionals, but it was like <laughs> top tier yeah. jazz hands, which I respect. Yeah. That, oh my God, Campbell. Okay, wait. That what you just said, I feel like encapsulates this perfectly. When you were like, "Oh yeah, they are professionals," because it doesn't feel like it. It feels like <laughs> this is a. <laughs> it feels like this is a high school play that is being put on by professionals, like like incredibly talented singers and dancers, really good set and some really good costuming, but like written by and for a high school performance yeah. or like a high school theater troupe. <laughs> I, I truly think a lot of that feeling is because of just the way it was shot. Like seeing a mm-hmm. filmed play oh, just yeah. looks so silly and you can't help but feel like, yeah, this is not a high, you know, high yeah. budget production, but it was, it was like a very, like if you were there, we probably all would have been like, holy shit, this is crazy. But yeah, seeing the way it's filmed, you're like, this just feels like mom in the audience, like with the camcorder. Like it felt crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like it really like, felt like- some of the angles that they filmed Shrek from, you're just like, you didn't have to do that to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like looking at the full like ear patch on him and I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I don't need to see that up close. Like what am I looking at? <laughs> oh, such a weird choice. Oh, but, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so then um, I love how Cut Donkey- Cut back to Shrek and- Don- yeah. Yeah, Donkey just shows up with a bunch of like random Dulac tourist stuff, which I love for him. I feel like uh-huh. that that checks out as a character choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Farquaad is talking to Shrek, and he says like, "Oh, this is perfect if you go off and rescue my princess, so that I and bring her to me, so I can marry her. Um, then I will give you the deed to your swamp." Which like, shouldn't he already have the deed? Unless he's renting, I guess. But that doesn't seem like a Shrek move. So. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, Maybe he also didn't think you needed a deed for a swamp. That's a fair point. Because he just like scares people away, so he could just be like <laughs> squatting. Yeah, squatters' rights, real thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, they had I, I didn't know how I felt about it, but they had like a gravity, like a wicked reference at the end of what's up, to, like his song, and I was just like, yeah, what was that? Remember? Why? Uh, it was like at the end, he just said. Um, no one's ever gonna he's saying that like no one's ever gonna bring me down but he's saying it the same way she does in gravity and then he mm. did the like how she ends with the oh like that oh, bit yeah, yeah, but yeah. he sang it poorly because it's farquad yeah. um like intentionally poorly um and i was just like i don't know why you randomly chose to reference wicked in the middle I think, of the yeah. show i think broadway shows love doing that shit i think they love to be like That's here's fair. another thing you've seen for better or worse like i don't I think mean, it's like a good idea but <laughs> But also that goes along with like the Shrek movies, which are just like all references yes. yeah, to like fair. other things. That's like, yeah. what if we took like fairy tales, but we have like modern references and modern yeah. music. But that's it's like, yeah, like Shrek, Shrek is the definition of a jukebox musical. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, but there's so many things in like musical theater. I feel like, especially like when you see shows in New York where they like write in these jokes, knowing that you're going to like, they'll make a joke like oh, it's not like I'm one of those Jersey boys and then they like pause for la- <laughs> like at, not at Jersey boys, you know what I mean? Like it'll, they'll do that in like the prom or something and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, musicals. Or like they'll make like a joke about like, at least I'm not one of those people from New Jersey and everyone pauses and laughs and like, yeah. yeah. Like, just yeah. like, it's like there's certain lines and like, I think that's what they're doing with that is like, we're going to do yeah. a thing from Wicked so we can all be like, we're all seeing a musical. Like, <laughs> And I feel like that's the interesting difference in watching a filmed musical play and 
a musical film uh-huh. is that like film is kind of is generally meant to kind of be uh consumed by everyone because it's just out for public consumption whereas i feel like musical like theater and musical theater specifically has such a there's such a community around it that uh, when when people are writing these things, there's just an assumption like, oh, of course you've seen Wicked and of course you know what this thing is yes. because mm-hmm. why wouldn't you have? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it's halftime, sports fans. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's Campbell from Boost Coles. Uh, I'd like to tell you all about Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. This foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide, giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education, leading them to success in school, and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer are professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives, just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate again that's mhopus.org slash donate uh back to our nonsense okay um oh cheers oh yeah cheers Cheers. with our green look at that that's a beautiful image (laughs) so where were we we were on so um, um, we're at I think the we're at end the of Farquaad's song. song. Yeah, so now we're up to the travel song. Mm-hmm. Which I like this song. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I do too. I like their like contrasting melodies. Uh, I like the dynamic between them. I think this song does a really good job mm-hmm. of showing Shrek's, you know, reluctance to have a friend. And then by mm-hmm. the end of the song, he was like, okay, we're together. Because a lot like musically, um, a lot of the like notes they don't really with what they're singing they're singing two different songs but the end they do come together musically and i think i know i like that yeah and Mm -hmm. i definitely got um very much when i saw that song i was just like oh this is like raven and mine's dynamic when she's like sick of my shit and i'm just like annoying (laughs) as fuck and i'm just like by then i'm gonna i'm gonna crack you it's gonna happen and it always does because i torment her I feel like that's low key my vibe with a lot of my friends, which is, but also it goes both ways though, which I love. Yeah. Um, and I, I really love when songs use that sort of dueling melodies, uh, yeah. uh, style because mm-hmm. they do it here and they also do it later on. And that song we mentioned where, um, Fiona and Shrek are kind of comparing their childhood, like traumas and stuff. Yeah. And I, I just always really like, like, I've, I'm not a composer, so I have no concept of like how difficult that is to achieve, but just like having two seemingly contrasting melodies that fit together so well it's just it's always so beautiful for, to me just like chef's kiss yeah you yeah. know um they had a lot of little references in this song yeah like puss in boots was in it yeah, i was like puss excuse you puss they doesn't had... come until shrek 2 i'm a shrek purist <laughs> but it's it was weird the he's credited as the antonio banderas references in this. It's wild. that they chose because they had like 
cow jumped up from the moon, which is just like a little mm-hmm. fairy tale folk mm-hmm. story, whatever. Like, sure, no. fits in with Shrek. Uh, then there was like a plate and a spoon, which I didn't. Was that supposed to be like beating? I don't know what that was. No, no, to no. Be. That was still from Cow Joint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The can of fiddles. Yeah. Like, yeah the um, but then there rhyme. was a Lion King reference, and I was like, "That's a yeah, whole different like, company. Like, that's, yeah, that's a different production company." <laughs> I was like, "That did." Are you allowed happen. to do that? <laughs> and it was there for a while. They were like, "Oh no, but do you get it?" And yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, it's, like, it's a fucking it? giraffe." <laughs> Why is and there a like, giraffe here? in the middle of this European jungle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, European jungle should not be like a phrase we say. <laughs> um yeah so they make it across the bridge finally to the tower mm-hmm. um and shrek goes off to find fiona and the dragon finds donkey and i think Ooh, like baby i think at the end of this like his interaction with her like i think that was supposed to be where forever came i don't remember where forever was supposed to be but I'm really glad that they took it out because it was an incredibly disturbing Maybe song. Forever was supposed to be because I know in like the Shrek movie when um, Shrek is just like, oh, fuck you, donkey, after like everyone like splits up. Yeah. He like sees Dragon like at a stream and they that's like talk right. and stuff. Maybe at that Maybe point they'd be like, oh, we're seeing each other again. Yeah, um, that makes and sense. <laughs> there's obviously chemistry. Well, as it stands, we go into the song Donkey Pot Pie. Yes. Um... <laughs> I correct. That is <laughs> still don't quite know how I feel about this. This, this whole I do, I do, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> this song and the next two I thought could have been one song. Like this is where I started to oh, really yeah. lose mm. me. I was like, we are singing way too many songs. Get the fuck so out many. of the tower and get on with it. Like, and this is yeah. coming from people who love musicals. Yeah, who love musical songs. It was like too much singing. There was just way too many different <laughs> songs that were all to me totally forgettable. Like they weren't really musically mm-hmm. interesting. And and it took us like an extra ten minutes to move the plot along. I was like, ugh, I don't know. It, I what I really don't like about this at first the so the dragonettes are singing yeah and uh, so also why are the three people singing for like one creature that was that was interesting yeah I didn't know um, if it was like if they because all the parts of like the dragon like I didn't know if they needed multiple people from like a puppeteering standpoint so they were like okay, so we'll have multiple people singing. But it didn't seem like those people were puppeteering. It just seemed like they were performing. Yeah, I think they could have done like an Audrey 2 kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, all the puppeteers and then there's like, you know, one singer. Yeah. Um, and you can and... have, even with the stage musical, like you can have someone who's just doing like a voiceover. Yeah. Like who's like off they, in like the sound they do No, but they do that. They do that for Fiona's the Fiona's curse. <laughs> they already do that. Yeah. And like the, the magic mirror and like all that stuff. So I'm like, I don't yeah. know why you didn't do that for the dragon, but... But what I, like, really don't like about this song is that, like, with the lyrics in the beginning, Dragon's like, I'm gonna eat this donkey. And Mm -hmm. it's just, like, describing all different kinds of food that donkey will be. And then donkey's like, I like when you smile. Women should smile more. Problematic. (laughs) And then then she was like, ooh, wait a second. I'm gonna describe him as food still, but, like sexy Food that i want to i was just like let's stop let's stop describing him as meals that yeah. like the whole time the only change is that you want to fuck him now it's still you're still calling him food it's also like That's there's weird. two sides because it's like on the one hand like yeah why are you referring to him as even if even if you're trying to go with like oh sexy food things why a pot pie like i, I don't think anyone thinks of pot pie and like sexy yeah. in the same vein but also like I did see a fun Twitter thread about Mrs. Potts 
and people are just like, oh, I want to get some of that. And I was just like, oof, Weird. people are lonely and right now. <laughs> um, but also, as the only, I assume, female identifying person in this call, <laughs> I didn't like the idea that like, oh, you complimented her, so now she wants to fuck you. <laughs> every character, every every character in this musical is starved for affection. So, oh my Every gosh. single one. Well, what happens oh in the movie, gosh. I can't remember. Doesn't she already have a crush on him from the beginning? Why didn't they go with that? Yeah. Why did they have to do this whole thing where they want so to eat? they did. In the movie, it was, it was sort of the same. And this is how, like, the play is the same as the movie, but worse. Because in the movie, it was sort of the same thing. Where, like, originally she was going to attack him, and then he started, like, flattering her and stuff. And she got into him. But it was... It was a different vibe. Like, originally in the movie, it didn't feel like, oh, she was attacking him or whatever just because, like, she was hungry and, like, wanted to eat him and, like, all those other stuff. It was just like, oh, you're in my tower or, like, whatever. Like, my job is to attack you. And he was just like, oh, hey, but, like, I'm really nice and I'm funny and you're cool and I think you're really pretty and let's talk some more. You know what I mean? And then, like, he kind of won her over as opposed to just being like, I like your smile, babe. And then she'd be like, ooh, let's fuck. Like, yeah. it's just... Yeah. I just want to read something for the listeners. Uh, I'm going to have me a big old honking, sloppy, gloppy, cherry on the toppy piece of donkey pot pie. That's just something that is in the play. Seek it and out. That's just Seek something it out everyone if needs to. to live with. Seek Matt, it out. Sloppy, gloppy, cherry on the toppy. I remember the moment I experienced hearing that while watching the musical. And I am angry at you for making yeah. me experience it again. Because I did here, not like I just, that I'm one. just here to bring literature and poetry to the list. Because <laughs> we can <laughs> talk about it all we want. Sometimes the source material is all you really need. <laughs> make up your own opinions oh my gosh yeah like listeners i just i need you to understand that as much as we talk about it there are some parts of this musical you just have to experience for yourself because it's not the same it's yeah something else otherworldly Um, Um, yeah and then we get into like shrek makes it up to fiona Mm -hmm. um and then we get to the song this is how dreams come true and she's Basically, you know, she has been for like 23 years. She is like building up what this moment will be. It's not going like that. So she's going to make it go as close to that as possible. Mm. Um, And yeah, Trek is just like, okay, cool. I'll see what you do when I don't have time for that. Yeah. And something that has never made sense to me and still doesn't make sense to me. I get the idea that like, and she has this built up fantasy in her mind of how this moment is going to go because the only thing she has had to do for 20 years is fantasize about this day that she gets rescued, which is like really fucked in its own sense. But also, um, I still don't understand how she didn't know that, maybe not know that he was an ogre, but like at least not know that he was a, he wasn't a normal human man. You know oh yeah, I mean? that was one of the funniest like, the helmet things ever. Very much shows his face, the entire and you face. can see his body. It's like, like the classic I, like Clark Kent Superman thing where he puts on the glasses and everyone's like, "Who is that?" Like it's like his I hands will are say, green. Yeah, like, I no, no, fail. but with the with the Clark Kent thing, I was uh, when I was like applying graduate schools, so I was doing different visits, and when I was at Duke. I was like, one night I was like talking to this guy for a while, uh, forgot where he was from. And the next day everyone's like dressed up and stuff. And like, you know, a bunch of people were talking around. He's just like, oh yeah, 
this one professor was like, oh, have you met this guy? I was like, oh, no, not yet. And he was like, what are you talking oh, about? No. We talked like all last night. He was we just wearing glasses. Look. And I didn't recognize him. Fair, so I'm fair, part of the problem. <laughs> I think if I, I saw also, yeah. <laughs> I will say also as a DC fan, Clark, like when he's Clark Kent, he does also change like his body mannerisms and like his link body language. Right. Like he does Edit he out does my change his personality. <laughs> no, I we're gonna keep it. this fucking You're in. Wrong, the world needs man. to know how wrong you are. <laughs> Fuck I you, thanks I for had coming. One thing. <laughs> so anyway. This is your pun punishment uh, for saying those lyrics. I will, from uh, yeah, I do <laughs> I do deserve a timeout. I, I I'll just go on mute for a few minutes and just think about my Good. life. <laughs> No, oh but but gosh. I do agree with you though. The the Shrek thing is the like. Her yeah, not, no, her I agree. Knowing it's he weird. was an ogre was so. Doesn't it, make it. It was sense. just a little too far. It was like, why not put him in a full thing of armor with the face shield down? Because then it would yeah. just look like a knight. Yeah. Like he would just look like. Yeah, a, and he'd be like the knight in shining armor that she yeah. so wants. It was so weird to yeah. well, I do the I, helmet and leave nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then when he, like, takes the helmet off, like, of course, in order to, like, take it on and off with, like, the Shrek ears, um, it, like, literally falls apart to do so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you, like, have to, like, yeah, there was, like, a weird little prop magic moment. Um, yeah. But that could have also There's been... There some, like, interesting prop moments that I liked in That here. could have been a great moment for comedy, too, though, of, like, he takes it off and she gasps and it's more of, like, I mean, honestly, how did you not know? Like, there could have been, like, a line of yeah. him being, like, how did you not know? I was, you yeah, know, like, like you can something. see my face. Yeah, like, you don't <laughs> have to like, act like seriously? that. Yeah, like, come on, like, also something i never understood is like i get that you didn't expect an ogre and i get that that's the part of yourself that you hate right now but also you're an ogre like, yeah. <laughs> no may maybe it's this maybe it's this maybe that it's not like oh i can't believe you're an ogre maybe she was building up in her mind expecting something and when it is an ogre like her just brain like stops because yeah. she was yeah. just like what are the odds it's what i turn into she's just like oh fair. this is like seeing myself in this i'm going to dissociate okay that's fair that's it's not Campbell, stop making sense <laughs> yeah stop making me empathize with people i don't like it <laughs> um i mean they, they go into like some of our you know the padded wall lyrics yeah She's got some stuff going on. Yeah. She has some issues. I mean, she's lived in yeah. isolation for, what is it, 26 years or whatever? 20 years? 20, yeah. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, Campbell, quick math. How long is 9,800 9, days? 9,823 days. Quick uh, math. I think it's close to 23, but I calculated yesterday. So I Fuck you. Know. Okay. <laughs> um, so then they start, they leave uh, during that song, which I did like the juxtaposition of their three characters like during the kind of escape. Um, and just like the ways they were sort of playing but, off of each other. Like you said, Matt, with all of that, that would have been good to make it all one song. I just think you could like, have narratively, could have it would have made sense. Musically sets, makes it didn't need of... to be three different. Yeah, that's where honestly yeah. it was like losing me because I was like trying to watch this while I was working, and I was like up until then I was like, oh Shrek, this oh. is fun, and then like towards the end I was like, at the end of the first act I was like, why are we still doing like numbers? <laughs> I kept thinking this was the big finale of the act, and it kept yeah. like. Oh yeah, it kept like kind of fading out and going to something different. I was like, oh, we're we're not out of here yet. Like it was, yeah, kind of crazy. But and then it's sunset, and Fiona, because of her curse, needs to doesn't want anyone to see her. So we get to the night scene. Donkey and Shrek are talking to each other about like their dreams and like what they want. And we get to the song "Who I'd Be," which I do I think is a sweet song. song. Yeah, it's a good one. And it's I don't so like sweet. that it's so a sad. part of this. Because, like, who I'd be is just... Donkey is like, if you weren't an ogre, 
yeah. what like what kind of life would you want to live and he was like i, I want to be a hero i want to be someone that depends on me that saves people i want to be a poet i want to be able to express myself <sighs> mm-hmm. and like tell my stories and like when you know he... share my heart with the world i'm just like oh shrek when he was <laughs> so singing sweet. the verse because like the hero warrior i was like I'd oh yeah that makes sense like oh you want to be someone that like people actually respect and look up to and like saves people like blah blah like that makes sense but then when he went into like oh i would be a poet and like the night would dot the eyes with stars and like everything would be done with rhyming. I was like, Shrek, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's and then so the line, um, but we all learn and ogre always hides and ogre's fate is known and ogre stays in the dark all alone. I broke. I was like, oh my God. Because <laughs> I mean, that is exactly what his parents taught him. Like in the first yeah. song, they literally said like, with, hey, like, this is a beautiful- party noise makers to boot. Like this is a big, bright, beautiful world. But not for you, buddy. You're going to stay in the dark all alone because you're an ogre. Yeah. And there's no, not only is there nothing we can do about it, we are actively perpetuating that truth for you. Yeah. And it's just oh, so sad. It was good, though. I thought it was a good closer. Yeah. It was good. It was, I, I do believe it was a good song to end act one on. I just think they could have eliminated some of the previous ones. Totally. Or merged agree. them, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So that's, and then cut the cast in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which honestly may have had the same effect yeah <laughs> true um yes yeah, so oh and then at the end um fiona's kind of joining in from inside the shack like as her own sort of thing yeah. and she's singing sort of a reprise of i know it's today mm-hmm. um and sort of it's sort of the melding of that there are these two significantly emotionally and psycholo- psychologically damaged characters who or singing about the future or the life that they would have wanted. Mm-hmm. And I did like that moment. This was like the second time in the, in the musical that I was like, okay, I feel emotionally connected to this. I, I see what's happening. I understand the, the, the feelings you're expressing. And I vibe with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, so we get into the beginning of Act 2. Um, and we get into the song Morning Person, which... <laughs> I feel a lot because I'm definitely a morning person and I know for a fact that there are people in my life to whom I'm as annoying as Fiona is in this song. (laughs) (laughs) Sutton Foster does a really good job in this song. I think this really like exhibits like uh like her comedic timing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's like even when she was like doing the different dance numbers if you just like look at her face and like what she's doing she's like oh i am feeling this yeah yeah i oh it was gosh, it was, was really so fun cool. to see the tap dancing was i loved it yeah i loved it and i did i always loved um the scene in the movie where she explodes the bird with song yeah. has always been one of my favorites. And I was really glad that they included it here. I like, I we knew it was coming when I saw that bird puppet just saying cheap, cheap. And I was just like, I love this. Thing. Yeah. This creature. I love this. This is peak character design. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they Loved did it. it. And I was just like, and then I was like, oh no, I know what happens like a second before. I will say though, I... I, maybe I'm misremembering it, but I feel like they didn't do the same melody they do in the movie, right? 
It was in the movie. In the movie, so there's something about that little like yeah, it's such a funny moment, and I feel like it was lacking that like it just was like to me it was like just a reference. It was like here, remember the bird, which was like fun. I'm glad they did it, but I was like, oh, I wish they would have done that exact moment live because it would have been because they reference directly quote and reference so many other parts of the movie. I was just like, oh, you can do that here. That's fine. Yeah, and it was it was it's wanted here. The way they changed it didn't really make sense because in the movie i think she actually like she's singing a melody and yeah. the bird picks it up well, that's what and then she yeah. she keeps going higher and higher yes. and that's when the bird explodes but in, in the film or in the play they have it like reverse and it is a different melody first. yeah i don't know i don't know maybe that actress like couldn't sing that maybe. but she seemed to be she seems to be capable i'm of sure she could have found notes. some note that was in her range yeah i just feel like so, i don't know that's why the movie is so brilliant is like because that whole scene, it like sets you up to think it's just like typical Disney movie where she's waking up and picking berries and singing a beautiful yeah. song, and then a bird explodes because of her. And it's like it's <laughs> just hard and cut to roasting scene, it on a yeah, fire. Like yeah, they're eggs, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> it's just it's it's amazing. Like, yeah, the... I I will say I was really sad that like um, I think it was actually in this scene when she's waking up and you see the sun like rising behind her and the sun like the quote unquote sun, um, the prop that is the sun, is obviously on wire so that they can like hang it up or whatever. But the way she was framed, it I, I originally thought that she was on wires and I thought that they were gonna recreate the scene in the movie oh, where she does with like Robin Hood and oh, the Merry yeah, Men. Yeah, the yeah. Matrix. And she I was didn't, so she excited didn't fight I anyone in this that. movie. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious the way they did that, and then it just didn't happen. Like I really yeah, sad. with all the Matrix effects. Yeah, that was yeah. Like, that was a really popular thing to parody at the time, and that was yeah, because really, yeah. it was it was two thousand one, and the Matrix was like one of the most popular yeah. movies at the time. Yeah, um, I I I like in this. So she's like going around saying she's just like you know loves the morning. Mm-hmm. She's out of the tower. She's like really excited to meet her husband and like um, learn about the world because she's yeah. been in the tower for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sees like uh, a bunch of rats go by the Pied Piper. She's just like I can't catch these darn rats. And she was like Ron Burgundy jazz fluted up yeah. uh, <laughs> with it, which was fun. I really liked what they did with the the ratatat tap shoes. It mm-hmm. was uh, it was it was a cool the first tap number like the curtain is down and you see the tap shoes of the performers that's a very cool idea behind the curtain are rats i like that that was pretty cool yeah that's funny yeah. and then it goes into this fun like tap scene like if you take cats in cabaret but you're laughing about it that's like their vibe in the dance number and yeah. i know i was having a good time i liked it wouldn't interestingly it's a good start to act specific two. description <laughs> Which is your forte. Also, how are you almost done with this drink already? Um, I didn't, I don't think I made, the proportions are off, so I didn't, like, have as much volume. That's fair. That's fair. Um, we'll just know that I will need more time. Uh, <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> also, the face. Which makes you weak and you won't survive the winter. Rude, sir. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to make this not a recreation of the Frozen 2 episode. Oh, no. Well, because also that drink was basically like a blue Long Island iced tea. Yes, correct. Whoa. But consider I haven't eaten properly for like a week. Wait. Yeah, it's been stressful. There's a, there's oh, a lot of no, backstory Matt, to this oh, podcast. Matt, we're fine. We're okay. We're doing Eat, great. I haven't <laughs> eaten in a week. We are like, here. 
She's coming live from the dessert yeah, I haven't eaten in a week, but I have to drink and talk about Shrek the Musical. If that tells you any, anything like, guys, about Guys, we could have rescheduled. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, this is important. Absolutely not. Both of you I look don't know famished. You think we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about this is a great first impression for you. Other way around. <laughs> Also, think we're crushing it. So. Oh, I'm having the time. Of my life. Correct. Um, the face she makes when they go into like the full tap dance, like the it's kind of like the second part of the routine, and yeah. I I can't recreate or describe, <laughs> but I just hope you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I, say I know. Her face. Solid, <laughs> solid finger guns pointing. She knows exactly yeah. what she's doing. She's performing, and yeah. I really like this Fiona. Yes. It's so it's dynamic. Really oh, yeah, she's such a dynamic. Character Which I mean, if like, it makes sense though, uh, because we're going the different Fiona's we know. We're going from like voice acting animation to like live performance. Like yeah. you have to like, you know, act it you up. Have to be a little. You have to be a little musical. cartoony in your motions. Yeah, you can't be like. Yeah, you have to be a little more. So, like, people in the back can still see what you're doing and, like, know what you're doing. Yes. They yeah. don't have the benefit having a camera six inches away from her face like we do. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, like, also, there is something to be said about just the amount of leeway we'll give to an animation. Because in an animation, you are, like, even if it's computer generated, well, I mean, a lot, even 2D animation today is, is computer generated a lot of times. Mm -hmm. But like with animation now, like there's an inherent understanding, like a person drew this, like this is a drawing. There's only so much, like even with the most talented animators, there's only so much you'll really be able to express and show of, bod mm -hmm. of human body language and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when Multiple it's like syllables and vowels and stuff have exactly. like the same mouth shape. Yes. Exactly. And when it's a play you lose all of that. Like, you're like, no, this is not an animation. You are a person and I expect you to be a person and bring this character to life. And I really applaud her for how hard she worked to like do achieve that. Because Fiona, I feel like was really flat in the first movie, but it didn't matter no. because it was all about Shrek, you know? No. And also that movie, it was a kid's movie and it wasn't very long. There wasn't like yeah. time to yeah. like really have some of like these like developments no one's going to take their kids to a two and a half hour movie with fully <laughs> fleshed out not. characters because yeah. <laughs> also kids don't care like no yeah they're like oh. ah, that bird exploded yeah. like we're talking about now it had an impact on totally. it <laughs> totally um okay so then so now so they set off towards Duloc, and now we get into the song i think i got you beat yeah. Um, where Fiona and Shrek are basically dueling about how yeah. terrible their childhoods were. Yeah. And it's like, newsflash, <laughs> both of you are horribly traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly upsetting uh, that there was uh, <laughs> what I can only describe as like a fart off in this song. Uh, I loved that. No. What are you talking about? No, no, Raven, you're Raven. wrong. Raven, I loved I, that. I'm I literally wrote down, you. I'm loving this burp slash fart song. No, I no, it was. And then they like farted. And then I into wrote down each other. LMAO yeah, like, fart jokes. There was so. I'm all, look. I'm not an anti fart joke. I like. I think. I think farts are I funny. I think a good fart joke can be funny. I don't need to see a bridge where they're essentially like, like just going to town. I was like, I, I was like, I can't do this. Well, we have very different senses of Sure, sure. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, no, we do. Raven. That, like, it was it was way too much. 
that it was like um, i get it because i mean those scenes they're like part of like shrek and fiona's like love story and like you know it's like oh we're gross together yeah. i get yeah, that yeah. it was way too long it went for a long time i was kind of shocked i thought it was gonna be like one beat and then it kept going and i was like this is cr-. like i was like are my neighbors oh, you're really doing this i was like are my neighbors gonna be like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is he watching like, it just sounded bad it lo- everything about it was like no i was like i don't want this like yeah. going on right now Oh my I'm gosh. glad you liked um, it. Though. I'm, I'm shocked you liked it, but I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I, I'm also I shocked you liked it. I feel like I don't I know you it. anymore. <laughs> I was no, because I was watching it. Maybe it's because of your it, mental state this week. Yeah, were you delirious like, from hunger? It was like a slow realization that I enjoyed it because at first it was just like, oh, lol, lol, lol fart jokes, yeah, cool, yeah. and then it was like, oh, you're still doing this. It's like, oh, actually. I'm here for this. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went from like laughing to like they deserve jail time pretty quickly. <laughs> like I, went, yeah. I, I, I just like I, this, I was on this board for like a good an five seconds and then I was like, okay, all right. Like <laughs> high treason. Yeah. That was fair. Like what fair. are you what are you what are you doing? Um but yeah, so the the point of this moment is that it kind of like brings them together with like how like there's you see the moment where they're going back and forth and again it's those dueling melodies Mm -hmm. of them like singing about their childhoods and then they kind of like have this realization of like oh we've both been through shit and it's kind of one it's shitty for us to say that my sadness is worse than yours um but also it was like a oh we like i understand you now because i know i know you've been through things as bad as i've been and i can understand your motivations in life sort of totally yeah yeah um so then they realize that they're at Farquaad's castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or no, no, we go. We go to Farquaad's castle. Uh, like, we switch yeah. there. Um, and Farquaad is taking a bath. And Disgusting. the feet... <laughs> yeah, terrible. <laughs> this is the this first time we see his jarring. feet. Jarring. <laughs> yeah. And it is indeed jarring. And also funny, yeah, but mostly funny. jarring. It was weird, but I thought it was funny. I, I, yeah. I was taken a bath. <laughs> As I think was well, the Well, I was taken a bath. <laughs> It was. Thank you. I need. Let me see. I need to remember what this looks like. (laughs) Do you? Maybe. (laughs) Um, and we get into the song. Yeah, (laughs) there it is. (laughs) Those monstrosities. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and and we get into the song, the ballad Farquad, which is where Mm -hmm. we find out that his father was grumpy. His lineage. And it just. It did because they never addressed it in the movie. Like in the movie, they never once talked about his parents or his background or Shrek's or Fiona's really, for that matter. You mm-hmm. don't find out about yeah. Fiona's parents until the second movie, um, and I don't think you ever really find out about Shrek's parents or no. Farquaad's parents. Um, but I was so confused because I was like, "Was this canon? Why is this father grumpy?" Why grumpy? Mm-hmm. Like who fucked him? Was it Snow White? Who was uh, his mom? Raven, Raven, grumpy fucks. Yeah, like I don't know you. if you know what's going on in that story. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean like I did think at fucks, one point though. But I was, I was like, like, but literally, Snow like, White who fucked him to make Farquaad? Like, was it Snow White? You know what I mean? Because like, they have like basically the same haircut. Yeah. But then at the same time, Snow White was one of his like potential wives. Yeah. In the mirror. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Again, like what you said before, Matt, it was like, oh yeah, this would be fun. And then they, you forget to take yeah, it out. Yeah, it just on. had too many logistical yeah. issues. Although, but... I mean, if we're going <laughs> yeah. if we're going with like old European monarchical we're, And marriages, we're not. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, Henry VIII married his brother's wife. So yeah. I just. Uh... I do think the writers of Shrek the Musical were inspired by Henry VIII's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think they were like, well, he did it. So, yeah. so yeah. it's cool. Yeah, I think it's someone fine. referenced that and they're like, well, now we're. Uh, you, you just can't be the first. Yeah, exactly. It just, it just really bothered me that they just dropped it there and then just didn't talk about it. Like, just acted like, yeah, yeah that's normal. I, that's... I have to say, like, I thought they. Ever since the Grumpy song where he was like referenced as the dad, I was like, I kind of like zoned out anytime Farquaad was doing stuff. Cause it was like, it was like unimportant to me. It didn't make sense to me. Cause I, I know the story yeah. of Shrek and I just like, don't care about that guy as a character that much. Like he's <laughs> yeah. not that interesting. And he had a lot of screen time or stage time. I feel like for a guy yeah. that was like way more than in the movie, way more. Yeah. I was like, Oh, what else yeah. does he have to say? Like none of this, like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. add up. Part of me, yeah. He's just a, like a dick. Yeah, like exactly. I thought that was I it. I didn't think we needed yeah. like, so many songs and like backstory to him, but yeah. Yeah. And it felt weird because it felt like it, it felt more like they were like, Oh, we're making a bunch of fairy tale. Like this whole movie is about fairy tale references and fairy tale creatures and stuff and kind of making a parody off of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to have Farquaad on stage more because they want it to. And so we need to have him have, like there needs to be a reason that he's kicking all the fairy tale creatures See, out, which there was in the movie. And now I can't remember what it was that he was kicking. All he the just thinks creatures. they're freaks. No, there had no, to be I more feel like, to I feel like there was, there was right? I feel like there was more of a reason in the movie, but I honestly can't remember what it was now. It has something to it, do with him, matter. like, wanting, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I thought he, like, wanted to, like, expand or, like, build, or, like, he wanted to, like, build more. Oh, where, like, no, because, yeah, he wanted to expand to the Enchanted Forest yes. where they lived. And they so did live yes, in a dune because he wanted was. to make it bigger, mm, yeah. Nice. It was a building thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like a zoning it was, law. It was, a it was about construction. Shrek was really about zoning laws. Which makes sense, because that's what actually happens in the real world. Yeah. But like yeah, but in the in the play they made it more about like oh he was mad at his dad yeah who was which one I thought, of the seven dwarves yeah. and it just didn't he was make like sense. I didn't want to be a minor being loaded with diamonds excuse me yeah there's there's um, easier ways to and, do that I don't know and there's something like I just thought of I think something that I never thought about Shrek is that they didn't have enough fairy tale references. Yeah. I thought they were good on that. <laughs> yeah. They were this solid. musical, they were like, there weren't enough in the yeah. movie. We'll fix this. Yeah, they, they were all they were good there. I don't know. <laughs> Seemed like a stretch. <laughs> yeah, but. it was just like solid for like, I don't know, the especially with like the later ones, there's like a core like four or five of them. It was just be like, okay, here are the fairy tale people yeah. that are like you know, side characters to the main characters i'd be like okay cool this this seems like a good amount a good mix i like this dynamic they like you know have their jokes here and there instead of like a few of them are now main characters and then you have 20 of what should have been five yeah correct i think we fixed it yeah i think they did good job um so then we cut back to fiona and air guitar riff off yes um and also went on for a long time yeah it did like enough that wikipedia cited it as like a musical number (laughs) yeah i'm looking at that too. amazing um yeah so then so then donkey says like oh here we like we're at duloc we're at like farquaad's castle whatever um and fiona's like oh well i'm having fun because she is now it has feelings for Shrek. Um, so she's like, I can stay another night. Like, we can wait and, like, go in the morning. Um, yeah. So then she decides to stay. And we get into the song Make a Move. Um, well, she goes into, like, she goes into the 
cottage. How do they mm-hmm. keep finding these random huts? Because the first time it was a cave, which I was like, sure. And, and the second time in random... the movie, it was a windmill. There, there was a cottage in the second time. But it's just like, does no one live there? Like, it... yeah, I don't know. Well, Duloc, uh, Farquaad's evicting everyone, so make yeah, some empty windmills fair, and cottages. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so then we get into the song Make a Move, dead. where Donkey is singing with the three blind mice who yeah. were actually Just, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't think I like choreography with probing canes. Um, mm. Same. I don't. It did. It did. It did like, it didn't feel right. And yeah. for this kiss the girl kind of song. Oh. Uh. Yeah, it felt like it was, it did feel like it was trying to be Kiss the Girl, but like with less charm and quaintness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and more of like, go fuck her. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't enjoy. Yeah, this, this wasn't, this, this wasn't, let me set a romantic scene. This is, yeah. I'm going to be your wingman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wingman. Um, so then Donkey, um, so then Shrek goes off um, and Donkey sees Fiona um, and now she's like transformed into her ogre form. And um, so we see them like talking about it. How did it. they do that so fast? I don't know. Like the makeup. Well, I was do we wondering see what that, her I... at that point or is it kind of like through a silhouette? I can't remember. It's through a silhouette, but like she's still like, I'm... well, no, no, you see, it's kind of like a screen. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when Shrek but... comes up later and like overhears well, them. Well, Make a we Move see... is like a long but... song. I, I don't know. That's true. Yeah. But also later on during the wedding scene, when she turns around and she's being transformed, that was only like a, a few seconds to a That's minute. A good question. I didn't, and I didn't she turned that. around and like at first, because at first I was like, oh, maybe they're just going to not like. I thought maybe they had like a, a what's the word an understudy oh, yeah, yeah. who like they like mm-hmm. was already in makeup so they just like switched them for that one scene but then like it it looked like her but just like with the makeup and the nose ones so I was just I don't know how they did it it was fast yeah was it like a spray tan kind of situation because yeah, they did like do that like blinding light only to rival yeah. John Legend and Jesus Christ yeah. Superstar <laughs> honestly but it it was yeah I there was there's some like different like prop makeup like little like you know tricks and stuff they did in this musical that i still don't know how they yeah. did yeah yeah the prop artists were definitely really talented mm-hmm. um yeah and we see okay so we see that shrek has picked this like sunflower for fiona and he's like preparing this whole speech for, like what he's going to say to her which was a scene that i did really like in the movie so i was glad that they kind of expanded on it mm-hmm. um so then we get into the song when words fail and this is adorable, I feel, mm-hmm. because um, basically he's just like, oh, what am I going to say to her? You know, like, I'm not going to know, like, words are going to fail me, basically. And he's just like singing out all of his feelings. And then he keeps getting lost on like tangents. <laughs> I loved the whole like, oh, you remind me of the moon because it's so like big and bright and beautiful. But by big, I don't mean fat because like I'm fat, but like I don't think you're fat. Like you're beautiful. Uh, and, and then a lyric later on is like, hey, yeah, sorry about that fat thing again. It's like an actual lyric. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That was a fun, that was a fun song. Um, yeah. And like, the, I, I really like the message in this song that's very much is like, I, I'm not good at this. I, the words will fail. I like... Don't think I can do this, but it doesn't matter because is, how I feel yeah. about you, how you think feel about me, like in my heart, like you know what I mean and what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. Without words. Yeah. And I was just like, oh dang. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I feel like they definitely did a much 
I, I, I feel like the probably the only thing they did better than the movie was building up the romance between Fiona and Shrek. And part of that yeah. was in, like increasing her char- character development, but also scenes like this where like, they had this scene sort of in the movie where he was like walking up and like nervous about what to say. But um, I feel like they really use this song to actually express what he's feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I really like yeah. that because that's what music is for. Um, yeah. So then uh, Shrek walks up and he overhears Fiona talking to Donkey, um, not knowing that she's actually talking about herself. Yeah. Which great. Um, Princess and ugly do not go together. Yeah. But perfect dramatic irony. I always, I always. Thought yeah, that was great, great like great. storytelling moment. Like that's a perfect yeah, way yeah. to like do that. Separates the characters, makes them feel angry about each other, but over a misunderstand. It's like perfect. Yeah. I love that part. And and one of the things that I always liked about this scene because I love rom coms, um, which I feel like a lot of people don't know about me because it's very out of line with a lot of the other parts of my personality. But um, I love rom coms, and all rom coms have that moment yeah. where like something happens that separates the couple, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. And this is why I feel it's one of the most natural because she's sort of playing the pronoun game, but it's in a way that still makes sense. Yeah, like totally. she's not yeah. going out of her way to not talk about herself. Like in the context it's, it actually yeah, makes they make sense it why unfortunately she's coincidental like yeah. very organically yeah it's in a way that's very organic yeah. yeah yeah um and i think pretty much all of like all of that line of what she says is directly from the movie um and so then we go to the next morning and we get into a reprise of a brief reprise of morning person um and then fiona like tries to talk to shrek and he's like oh i don't need to talk to you i heard enough of what you were saying last night um, and we find out that he's already called Lark, Lord Farquaad, um, and he's like showing up now on a plastic horse. Yeah, which, which he says which it's I like plastic. that call out. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of that scene, and I think it's Shrek Two, where the prince is like riding on the horse in like the wind, and then it zooms out, and it's like the horse on the stick. Oh, the horse head yeah, the yeah, stick yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah, it reminded me of that. Um, and then. <laughs> So then Lord Farquaad is like, oh yeah, I'm going to be your husband or whatever. Like, we're going to get married tomorrow night. And she's like, oh no, why wait? Let's just get married today before sunset. Um, and so they go riding off. And I love the fact With that With a horse... lasting, like, fuck you to Shrek. <laughs> yes. being a dick. But I love the fact that the horse has, like, the backup beep that, like, 18-wheelers have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear that. I don't I that. loved that. I think I was waiting for this to be over, and I was just like, okay, like, okay, Fair. I know what happens now. Let's, come on, let's, yeah. get, let's, let's get going. Fair, yeah. Um, and here we get into the song that I literally wrote down, oh, I think I have shell shock from this. This phrase, um, yeah. And that's the song, Build a Wall. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Which like, is very I, I can... different to hear it in, in a post-Trump America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I can feel like Trumpers taking that song very much like white supremacists did for tomorrow belongs to me from cabaret Mm -hmm. and just like making that like their anthem be like what are you doing without context for any of the work so it's doesn't even make any sense but yeah when I saw like that I was just like oh god yeah yeah and imagine if we like watched this like when it came out (laughs) and I remember like having the thought during the song of like this is still very different because he, like, one, he's doing this out of hurt. And he's doing this as a way of, like, 
I need to protect myself from the world and I want to stay alone. So I'm going to build a wall so that no one ever talks to me, yeah. which is very different from I'm going to build a wall because I don't like you. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, get away from politics because that sucks. Um, <laughs> so we see, <laughs> so we see all the fairy tale creatures now getting evicted from Shrek's swamp because now he has the deed and like he's evicting all of them. Um, and we see okay this line i could have never so, seen the fairy tale creatures ever again i'd be like that's natural yeah yeah same um but so we get into pinocchio and he's like we get talking, into pinocchio like he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's let's get into all the, like the lines he was saying but he ends up talking about his cricket and then we get the line forget that cricket if he were so smart he would have seen that windshield coming <laughs> i did yeah. gasp but i was just like chimney chimney yeah. but my thing is like do you have cars? <laughs> yeah, that is like they live in like a weird universe where they have everything modern, but they also don't. They know Disney movies, yeah. but they're also DreamWorks. Like, like it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Um. So then we get into the song "Freak, Fly. Freak Flag." No, um, I will say. Sorry to interrupt. Um, no, go ahead. This is probably musically my favorite song. Beyond the beyond mm. the Fiona one, I think this is like the most memorable musical moment. I think it's the best yeah. chorus. Uh, I just think it stands out to me in a way to, like so many of the songs in this musical, uh, God bless the person, but like, I just don't think about them or, or feel like mood. Yeah. There, there's some cool performances, but this one I do find myself still humming, um, which I can't say for a lot of those stuff in it. So that's all I want to say about yeah. that. Yeah. No, I do think the song was very well composed and yes. there is, there is something to be said the about like an fun. ensemble piece like this. Yeah. Like ensemble pieces like this are, are very difficult to put together, like to to compose and to rehearse and, and perform like this. Um, and oh my god, the voice on the fairy who was uh, I, I guess who was puppeteering the gingerbread man. Mm-hmm. Like the oh my god, fairy. she yes she can belt yeah. first of all. Yeah. Um, but also this is where I wrote down, uh, do we accept Scientology now? Is that a thing <laughs> that <laughs> we're like, doing? Yeah, do we, do we like Tom Cruise again? Yeah. Is that... <laughs> yeah, the witcher's just like, yeah, I'm okay. I, I spend time in jail. No one, no one, no one asked me any questions about this. I was like, okay, we're just moving on. <laughs> yeah, um, the Mad Hatter smells like sauerkraut. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then the wolf again is just, just like is like I'm a cross dresser that works it out, snaps, oh, and I'm yeah. just like this the concerning again. It's not this like, is not lyrically it's, it's pretty stupid, but uh also yeah. confused me because in the if we're going with who the fairy tale creatures are as people, the wolf didn't I mean, not that there's anything wrong with like drag, like drag is awesome, but like the wolf didn't dress up as the grandmother because he yeah. enjoys drag. He dressed up yeah, as the grandmother to, kill, to eat yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. yeah, but like in the Shrek movies, the big bad wolf stays. Correct. Dressed. He stays so. in that in that night nighty. What what was it? It was like a what's it called? Nightgown. Yeah. That's what it is. I used to have a nightgown actually that I used to wear a lot because it was really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then I my freshman year of college, I wore it one night when I was living with my best friend, and she was like, "What the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> get out! Like, get do not Raven. ever wear that again." <laughs> Raven, we should get matching ones. I'd go in on that. I love me and my sisters. We all had we all had complimentary nightgowns. That's fun. Like That's they fun. all matched. Yeah, um, I would love to. Did do you also have one. like a candlestick? <laughs> Little. That you would like use to see in the night. No, but we did have lanterns. 
like legitimate oil lanterns that we would use because we had because we lived in Virginia Beach, so we get hurricanes all the time, mm. and like the power would go out. Um, so my dad had like this giant like electric like this giant like uh, industrial flashlight, um, and then we all had lanterns. I I distinctly remember one night during a hurricane, the power had gone out. We were all in our nightgowns and we were laying around this lantern reading a book, oh <laughs> like reading e- separate books. But yeah, it was just like the middle of the night. Power was out. Like yeah. I that was my childhood. I would have just like slept. <laughs> oh, well, it was like, okay. So it was like the mid, it was like nine ten p.m. Sorry, it was like nighttime, Perfect but it wasn't time. like oh. literally midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that was my childhood. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's that was what a fun memory. Me. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So um, <laughs> the um, the uh, Pinocchio does come to a realization um, that he's just like, okay, I'm like, you know what? I need to like accept who I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, describes as I'm wood, I'm good. Get used to yeah. it. I nope. We already talked about that. It's just like, well, everyone else is used to it. Like the people you're with, they're like fully aware. Yeah, because they're like it's, you're. It's, it's, you're it's when like public. you're like when you're like telling other people, it's like okay, you gotta be okay with this. But the real reason you're doing it is because you just need to vocalize it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which like that does happen, like. No, there were so many times that, I, that I've talked to one of my friends and been like, oh, yeah, I'm just realizing this thing about myself. And they're just like, yeah. Like, I'm glad for you, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we see Shrek and Donkey now on the swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donkey kind of accidentally, well, one, he's building his own wall because he's just like, I'm going like, to keep myself away from you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're cutting this in half, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Donkey ends up, like, sort of spilling the beans about Fiona and, like, her curse and all that type of stuff. Um, and so then they run off to interrupt the wedding, which is what we cut to. Um, Mm. and so the wedding, the wedding scene is pretty much, like, identical, more or less, to the movie. Um, and then when, um, the line, I don't know if this was in the movie or not, but when Shrek comes in... And Farquaad says, it's rude enough to be alive when no one wants you. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm sorry, what did you just say to him? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah some really harsh lines come flying out. so mean. That's like brutal. <laughs> like, like, God damn, I know you didn't like just him. Just straight up devastating yeah, yeah. to say to someone. Uh, it's a He's already we... in an emotionally vulnerable position. Sure, sure. <laughs> Um, so then we get into a reprise of It's a Big, Bright, Beautiful World. Um, and this is sung by Shrek mm-hmm. to Fiona. Um, and I, I really like that he's kind of finally accepting that he can be happy and that being an ogre doesn't have to mean being miserable and alone and in the dark all the time, mm-hmm. which is like great for him, you know? So I, I, I like that they kind of tried to use this musical to say like, hey, Self-esteem matters. Yeah. Mental health matters. Connection to other people matters. Like you can't just live your life. Even if like even if you enjoy solitude, even if you enjoy spending time alone, like you can't just be alone your entire life, you know? Yeah. 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 Well said. I I approve of that. <laughs> <laughs> you get you can quote me on that. <laughs> I think I think people should like love themselves. Sure. Correct. Not not a bad way to live. Um, yeah. And then Grumpy shows up for some reason and we oh, have yeah. a whole she'd be like we invited son. your dad. He's like daddy. And I was just like this is this none of this is necessary. It's totally also, unnecessary. Just like 
pile and all the fairy tale uh, creatures are like protesting the wedding now and like they have a bunch of like you know picket signs and i'm just like what is going on they tried to do too much (laughs) it really didn't need half these plot lines like you could you could have still had great moments and great characters but you didn't need everyone to have some very intense like (laughs) fight to fight at the end i feel like what happened is that they were like this is an 80 minute children's movie Mm -hmm. um a play can't be 80 minutes like it needs to be longer so it needs to be like two hours yeah how do we make it two hours <laughs> like i feel like that's what happened well it was two hours and 10 minutes so they, like they could have but the last like off. eight minutes was credits i think i don't know oh that's true yeah <laughs> either way i think it's the wrong Checked out it's the wrong point. way to approach i think entertainment and art is to be like well we have to make this two hours it's like yeah. God forbid there's yeah. a one-act Shrek musical that's like an hour and 30 minutes and no intermission. And yeah. One-act like, plays are fun. I love one-act plays. No one ever leaves anything and says, you know what, I wish that was longer. It's like, just keep <laughs> cut things down. Like, like, respect your audience. Don't hold us hostage for two and a half hours of like... And I do feel like this audience was held <laughs> yeah, Although, like, there were, like, some of the jokes where, like, can't believe they said that. The audience did laugh. Yeah. So yeah. I... Again, different time. But also, I don't know if some of that's out of like a... Because even when the joke is problematic, you know when someone's trying to make a joke. Yeah. And I feel like... But that doesn't mean you should be laughing loudly. Agreed. But I do feel like as an audience member... Okay, so I think some of the people were laughing because they truly thought it was funny, even though it was Mm -hmm. problematic. I feel like some people were were probably laughing because they're just like, this is a live show. Also, they were like, because sometimes you know they're recording, and it's yeah, just like true. I don't want, I don't want them to not get laughs because this is obviously a joke. But like, yeah. is it? Should it be? Well, I think you're. I think we're looking at that through the lens of 2021. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no and one, I'm no so one even used jaded. the word problematic in 2008. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Just, yeah. And it's so hard to think yeah. about art in that way. To think of, like, to try to honestly contextualize it in the time that it was created. Yeah. No. That's yeah. Unfortunately, it's like that's just what it was. Like, yeah. for better or worse, it's like no one was even. Yeah. I don't think anyone even had a thought of like, oh, I shouldn't laugh at this. Like, because that's yeah. what yeah. you laughed at. That's like what sold. Yeah. Like it's that's oh, very so true. It's weird, yeah. Times change quickly, but yeah. Um, yeah, and then this is the moment I wrote down like, what does this movie slash play slash musical have against halflings slash short people? Like, because yeah. they just really go. Because in the movie, it was because in the movie it was very obvious. Like Farquaad, like even his name is meant to be a playoff of fuckwad, mm. and he was supposed to be like I think the Disney CEO at the time or something. Oh, interesting. And it was. Oh, yeah, I didn't he, know that. yeah, yeah. So Farquaad was meant was meant to be a character. I forget the guy's name. But he was meant to be a caricature of the of the Disney CEO at the time. That's the amazing. Show was I didn't know that. Um, and that's why he's named Farquaad because oh, it was that's a joke. Very funny. And so I was like, so in the movie, it's like even if you don't know that, it's very obvious. Like he is just here to be made fun of. Yeah. But in the play, they do so much more work with I his know. backstory and making him a person that it's just like, why are you just, just making doesn't... fun of the fact that he's short? Like yeah. it just, it felt weird. You know? I agree. Yeah. They made it less okay to make fun of how he was short. Yes. Yeah. Especially like, given the, the fact that he's half there. dwarf now. It's just like, that's just who he is. Like why? Are... Yeah. It's weird. Um, and then the dragon comes in <laughs> And cremate kind them. of inexplicably at this point because they didn't really do the movie did more work in explaining that. So maybe she that's where, that's where forever. I, yeah, that's so interesting. May have like connected. Yeah. 
Um, and then Fiona transforms into her ogre form. And then Farquaad is a little bitch and he runs away and declares himself king, even though he never actually married anybody. Well, he did say I do, but... But she didn't. She did say I do. Oh, she did? Oh. Well, <laughs> did she? She I, might you, have gotten You could tell how confident I was. Yeah, yeah. I you was, bailed on that quick. immediately <laughs> gave up. I was like, okay, fine. She might have been interrupted. You win. But either way, he declares himself king, which I'm like, that still doesn't make sense because you wouldn't make yourself king yeah. of your own kingdom by marrying a prince. None of this makes sense. But, but anyway, if you're king, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So it, it's like a circular arc. Yeah. yeah. So then we get into the finale, mm-hmm. which I actually... I actually kind of liked it wasn't my favorite musical piece of the musical but um I generally liked the way like it incorporated like all the different fairy tale car- creatures like the yeah. way it kind of ended with them to kind of like the story is sort of about everyone I don't know I, I sort of like I it. thought this would have been your freak flag moment I thought Honestly. Yeah. we don't need the big freak flag moment where it is because of the all the side yeah we don't we need it for bring like this the in at the characters. end of like it's okay to be a little different and celebrating her yeah. like that i think would have been i've never seen the musical before but i was familiar with some of the songs and i thought when that yeah. song started i was like oh we're at the finale like i thought that was the finale song just from what i knew about hearing it and i was like oh it's weird yeah. they didn't use that for the ending but yeah I agree. I don't know. Because, like, they still talk about those themes in, like, the finale song, saying, like, our differences are our strengths. Yeah, weird choice. But I like the finale. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought thought it was, uh, for, like, you know, the whole of the musical, I was just like, oh, this, like, makes sense. Like, I think that, like, for this piece, this is a good way to end it. Mm -hmm. Like, musically. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, you know, Jinji, God bless us, everyone, the end. And then... Um, not a part of like the original show, but then they do uh, a cover of "I'm a Believer," yeah, um, mm. which I loved in the Shrek movie. Loved I was like, it. "This is fun." Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. It's fun, and it, like it did seem like like they were having fun like doing it. Yeah, yeah. There's like such yeah. good which energy in that "I'm a Believer" thing that you wonder why we didn't get a little more of that throughout the musical of like them like truly goofing yeah. off and like. And I get that it's the ending and it's like the curtain call moment, but like. Yeah, it was like it was like so fun and exciting. I was like, oh, this would have been cool. <laughs> you yeah. almost wonder why they yeah, didn't make exactly. this. Someone said I can't remember if it was Raven or you, Campbell, but someone said that like the movie is like a jukebox musical, and it's like you wonder why they almost yeah. didn't make the musical a jukebox musical. Yeah, that that yeah. I think that would have been like really cool, it been, and it would have made sense because there's so many of those songs already included in the movie exactly. that exactly encapsulate the feeling they were trying to. Capture, and you could have still done know? the like the song where she sings with the bird, and the and the song that the that the puppet things sing at at Duloc, You know, like I you could have done yeah. singing in the rain is like technically a jukebox musical, but like one one song was like new mm-hmm. to it, make them laugh. So yeah. like I don't know. There's a precedent. Yeah, and I'm not like a big fan of jukebox musicals in general, but this one to me, like, it's already kind of like a cash grab show. It's like, why not just go all in on it and make it like a fun thing? But especially because like that was sort of the original intent of Shrek as a movie. Like Shrek, when it was first made, was meant to be like, oh, how can we kind of like mention and and simultaneously poke fun at all these different fairy tales and just like bring all this stuff together into one universe Mm -hmm. and while I do appreciate the effort that they put into making this its own story and like giving the characters their own development and stuff like that, it's just like that's not really what Shrek was to begin with, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so now we're at the end of the movie or end of the musical. Um, so the playwright, so this was, um, the musical was kind of written together by two people. So David Lindsay Abair was the playwright and lyricist. And then Janine Tesori was the composer. Mm-hmm. So I have a few notes on each of them. They're both incredibly talented and accomplished <laughs> yeah. people. Um, so David Lindsay Abair is a playwright, lyricist, and screenwriter. Um, so he studied at Milton Academy, Sarah Lawrence College, and Juilliard. Um, his first theatrical success was uh, a play called Fuddy Mirrors, which originally premiered off-Broadway at the Manhattan Theater Club. Um, and that was back in like the mid-90s. Um, and then it like later, he premiered Wonder of the World in the same theater starring Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, he's worked with a lot of like really high-profile people, high-profile now people. Um, uh, so his most notable work is Rabbit Hole, which has a lot of like accolades. So it originally premiered in 2006 on Broadway and it won the 2007 Pulitzer Prize for drama, which I didn't know they even had Pulitzer. I thought Pulitzer Prizes were just for like journalism, but mm. I guess they also extend like the arts and like music and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it won the Pulitzer Prize for drama. It received several Tony nominations, including best play and was later adapted into a screenplay that was starring Nicole Kidman. Whoa. Um, so he, yeah, so he has his own set of like yeah. accolades and accomplishments. And then the composer, Janine Tesori, um, she's actually the most prolific and recognized I female theatrical composer in history. Yeah. She has, uh, so she has five Broadway musicals and five Tony nominations. Um, she arranged the dance music for the 1995 revival of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, exactly. She composed a score for the off-Broadway musical Violet, for which she won an Obie Award, the New York Drama Critics Award for Best Musical, and the Lucille Lordle Award for Outstanding Musical. Mm. Um, she's also composed for Nights in, De- Nights in Rodanthe, um, The Loss of a Teardrop Diamond, The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning, Shrek the Third, Mulan 2, and The Emperor's New Groove 2, Kronk's new group. She's got um, the sequel I game saw. on lock. <laughs> She's got yeah. the sequel game on lock. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, and yeah, so both are incredibly accomplished, like playwrights, composers, musicians. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, eh, this is what you chose to do with it. Yeah. But I can only hope that like they just like were tripping on LSD one night. I'm just like, how but funny also at this would point, it be? If, if you're so like, you know, like you know good at what you do and then someone like wants to pay you a bunch of money he's like yeah sure i'll do this that's honestly good. yeah they, it, it could have been a slow year honestly. and they're like i can <laughs> i can knock this out in a few months yeah it's like yeah i don't know why not um and and for as much fun. crap as we gave it um this musical did uh get a lot of recognition so it was nominated for seven tony awards wow. or i guess technically eight because it won one of them um, it was also nominated for about a dozen different Drama Desk Awards and a Grammy Award um, and four different Lawrence Olivier Awards. So it won it won the Tony Award for Best Costume Design. It won the Drama Desk Awards for Outstanding Actor in a Musical, um, which was specifically for Brian Darcy James and Daniel Breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, it won Outstanding Set Design and Outstanding Costume Design. Um, and then it won the Lawrence Olivier Award for Best Performance in a Supporting Role in a Musical, and that was for Nigel Harmon. Um, so it did get a lot of awards from this, and there's definitely parts of it 
that I think are award deserving. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah, the sure. work as a whole is, but that's that's up to interpretation. Yeah, obviously. I mean, overall, I so, I, I, I didn't hate it. I I yeah, like any. I definitely have some criticisms. Sure. But... <laughs> I mean, it's like it's. Oh it's, yeah, I have criticisms with everything. I'm a very complaint. And I think that's person, fine. So it's it's good to critique. Happen. It's good to like have opinions on things. It's at the end of the day, it's like amazing that this was what it was. It got made and had, you know, the run yeah. it had. It's like, there's nothing bad about it. It's just, you know, you're like, yeah, some things you, you're not going to, I'm not going to like think about it a lot. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, I need to yeah. revisit that, you know? Oh, this is not something you put like critical thought into yes, exactly, at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now that we're, well, I guess. Is it performance now that we're time? At the end, we should. It's play and then we'll, we'll yeah. talk a little more about like how we feel about the musical afterwards okay but yeah what are we because so, Campbell hasn't even told me what song we're playing oh yeah we'll be sight reading as yeah well, like, so like literally sight on? reading and like i don't even know oh, yeah, we what do this song episode, we're playing it's great so I, matt i need you to be kind, I'll be kind. <laughs> um can i okay. can i run to the bathroom real quick and fill up my cup oh Absolutely. yeah we're gonna have, have to, to put our instruments anyway. and stuff yeah. together what are you playing um Oh, I will be playing the cello. Oh my! And I'll be playing God. the clarinet. Yeah. So, this is gonna be. Yeah. Oh, between Raven and I, we know a bunch of instruments. This is gonna be. I like yeah. was gonna play bassoon, but can, it's being uh, repaired right now. I can hop on the old uh, ukulele if you need uh, it. Yeah. You need a nice. What a beautiful ukulele too. Yeah. If you need some some action over there, I've also got uh, <laughs> uh, the. You can't. I don't know if you can even see this here, but that's that's over there. The whole piano. You're in the you're in the studio nice. right now. This is the space. So. Hell yeah. Um, okay, let me run to the bathroom. Um, get your cello. Get your uh, yeah. And... and when we come back, we will play for you uh, the travel song, or try oh, to. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Cool. This will be fun. Cool. Hey everyone, in addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Dodario Foundation. The Dodario Foundation is a nonprofit grant making organization that provides monetary and product support to high quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across 41 U.S. states and 180 cities. They accept monetary donations, of course, but also instruments. So if you have an old instrument that you no longer use, please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation, where they can get it into the hands of a student in need. However you're able to contribute, you can go to dodariofoundation.org about slash donate. That is Dodario Foundation, D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O, foundation.org slash about slash donate. Now please enjoy the sultry sounds of me and Campbell destroying music. You were on it for a second. Can we it stop? felt good for a second. Yeah, we, we got yeah, it for a second. Like... And then it, like the melody changed. I was just like, there's so many fucking sharps. Yeah, picked, there are so you many a sharps. Brutal key. <laughs> I like always like to do the key that it's oh. in, and that is never no, good. You have to always it's never good. Yeah. Which like I appreciate for you, Campbell, but <laughs> I'm just Which like none of yeah. the notes that I play are actually in or like actually sharp based on this, so like I'm fine, but <laughs> I have to play so many E sharps is how it's written. That's stupid. E sharps. <laughs> I get yeah, I, yeah. I morally object to any sharp note that is not an F C G or D. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes well, me upset. <laughs> um let's 
Can we start at where I fell apart? So that would be measure nine. Okay. <laughs> where you fell apart. Okay. Yeah. It got different. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like change. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. That was pretty. Okay, and then we get to. That was pretty good. You got the you got yeah, the little nice. chorus turnaround there. You you, um, you you know the process. You see what we're we're in the face of adversity, yeah. and I really appreciate the compliment. It's really good for like our self esteem. Yeah, that, Honestly, well, that was it. Um, I'm gonna need a few seconds <laughs> to just practice like. Yeah, this next part, I'm like everything's sharp. I'm just playing quarter notes. And then, like, I mean, after this, when it comes together again, we basically just do the same thing like we both just did with the melody. So, like, yeah, take this time. Do you want to... Let, let's start where, like, you came in with that, and then we'll stop at that key change. And then the rest of it will be easier, because it's an easier key. Uh, that is correct. Okay. Um, okay, so let's, let's, let's play. Okay. <laughs> so, one, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah we were a okay. measure off because i was getting got... ready to keep going and i was like this feels wrong <laughs> no, i it was i think we should just keep going correct because i messed that up a lot so yeah, that's let's fine just... you don't like that key i do not like that key you were correct yeah just um, leave it now, in the past now move on be better for it D, so yeah which i'm probably not going to be better at playing but we'll see no, that's fine um you want to do I that think... to the key change yeah just, like, I, think we, I think we can just go okay okay one two one, two, three, four. You were ahead of me, bad. but I just I was ahead up. of you because <laughs> I miscounted the rest because okay. I'm okay. bad at No, you guys, you guys kind of <laughs> no. got there at the end. You, you kind of, the moments were there, if not following each other. Matt, yeah. Okay, Matt, Bless here's you. the thing. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to remove these uh, so now we are free from this. Clarinet is going to side. Matt, okay, here's here's my thing. Listeners, I need you to understand that Matt is like a real musician and like a real composer. Um, like like we said earlier, if you look up We Watched It by Netflix, like that's all him. It's true. And he just <laughs> witnessed what we just did. I thought you were going to say something like, oh, let me wait. You were just like, yeah. <laughs> and he witnessed what we just did and had the honor and the kindness to say, you guys got you there. You got there. You did you there you set out to achieve yeah. something and you got there. <laughs> I think I think we sounded fine. Yeah. We've been drinking. That's true. It's early for me and that's the first time we've seen it. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> noon for you. Or approaching one people. I was impressed. Yeah. Thank you. A Zoom oh, so concert I... is not easy. So. No, it is not. Correct. We have reached the Aww. end. We have reached the end. Theme. <laughs> um, so let's talk about everyone. Matt, starting sure. with you, how would you rate this musical? Uh, what kind, on a scale of one, one to, to ten. ten. On a scale of one to ten. Yeah. I would put it yeah. firmly at a six. I feel the exact same way. I was thinking six yeah. as well. I was I was feeling six too. There was parts I really liked. We've there never was, matched. We, we never ratings. agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say six though. I would say nothing about it was painful, but nothing about it was memorable. And I think that's, I would honestly maybe go to a five because that feels about like, I can't think of anything about it that I'd like mm. praise beyond like average. Mm -hmm. 
I really, I really liked what they did with the character of Fiona. Yes. That's why I put it as a six as opposed to a yes. five. I do think the best stuff was some yeah. of the practical stuff, like the sets, the costumes, the way they made yeah. Lord Farquaad, the tap dance uh, rats was pretty Amazing. impressive. Uh, yeah, a lot of cool really things cool. like physically happening on stage. Um, it was fun. I'm glad I watched it. I would have never watched it had you guys not asked me to come do this. So it's been... It's, yeah. Neither it's, would I have if we had not. No, that's not true. That's not true. I like no. Yeah. We would we would have done it. I would have. It was like Raven. We're doing it this weekend. I've already made the drink and everything. I I spent so much time on this. Something oh, I spent like five minutes a, doing. It was a fun time. I would have guilted you. Um, Matt, do you, uh, where can our listeners find you? Do you have anything to promote right now? Sure. Um, you can follow me at Matt Bouchel. That's B-O-O-S-H-E-L-L, um, on Instagram, Twitter. That's where I post most of my comedy and, and music. Um, I release music under the name Bouchel and you can listen to my new album, I Felt Insane. Uh, it's a breezy 20-ish minute pop album. Um, check it out. That's that's all I got to promote. I don't, I don't have anything good. going on right now. I'm just chilling. So that's that's the project. Hell yeah. You know what? Self care is, is important. incredibly important. As as we have learned from this musical, you got to take yeah. care of yourself <laughs> yeah. and your you know self image and self esteem. You really do. Okay. Um. So with that. Uh... Oh yeah. Thanks. Um, thanks for like joining us. This was like really fun. I hope you oh, had fun yeah. today. Yeah. And like to like as like a thanks. Uh, one of our nonprofit partners education through music uh they're based in new york they like provide like a sustainable music education Mm -hmm. um to all the students in schools that they're a part of uh we would like to make you know a little donation oh my god well let me know and i'll match it that's great oh thanks just tell me when you do that's awesome i was about to say don't do that but i was just like no yeah that's good i'm glad (laughs) it's also (laughs) like my home so yeah that's great i would love to contribute oh that's awesome yeah um yeah so with that listeners um hopefully since you're already listening to us you know where to find us but um if you want to recommend us to any of your friends um you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts so that can be spotify google podcast apple podcast itunes pandora iHeartRadio, um even lesser known ones like stitcher and of course podbean um, so you can email us at boozicals at gmail.com if you have any questions or you want to recommend a musical or comments on anything that we've said. Um, and then you can also follow us on Instagram at boozicals. Um, and that's where Campbell likes to fun, likes to post fun Photoshop pictures of us related to the musical that we recorded for that week. There's, so. there's some, been some real gems recently. There are some, I've, I've, there have been some amazing ones. I, I've, I've been inspired. Personally, I think my favorites are Cabaret and jesus christ superstar i think my favorite is still the first one that you did for cats oh which matt was just i didn't know how to use a weird conglomeration of like the cat and that like the dr seuss cat in the hat for like live action live action and like we were in the foreground (laughs) it was wild and we were just like this is this movie was a fever some of these are this picture represents how we made us some of these are fantastic (laughs) i'm pulling it up now so (laughs) Oh, I like the Frozen one as well. When you like, oh, Frozen is good. That's when Photoshop that's the effects. first one I actually had Photoshop the this software. This feels pretty important. Was the yeah. Frozen one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, take a look at our first one. That's that's how I felt after Cats. Um, and I, I have evolved in photoshopping since then, and I've been pretty proud of myself. But anyway, yeah, that's where you can find us. If you have the ability to like, rate us mm-hmm. um, on whatever or comments, yeah, or comment whatever podcast you know player that you have please do please do so because 
don't know. We just want to share our nonsense and, like, you know, help raise money for, like, music programs that Raven and I were so lucky to, like, have in our lives, and they have created lifelong passions. So with that, again, thanks for coming on here, Matt. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. Take care. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, So bye We're going to say goodbye. (laughs) You were taking a lot of time to do that. Okay, bye. Bye for real this time. Yeah. (laughs)